<laughs> First thing that asks me, can I curse? I got gun coach that's Gurjan. Don't b- basically <laughs> let's put it this way. Don't <laughs> say what Stepan said on this podcast and don't say what uh <laughs> That's a classic. Yeah, that's a classic yeah. one. Don't, that's a classic. Only he can probably but get Moses, away with Moses it. Was yeah, and don't say what Moses said on the podcast. Okay. So Those are the only two rules I've gotten. So yeah. Do you so mind saying what she can't say? Or? Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to mute me and I'll tell you. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus uh, Christ. Happy Monday, guys. Uh, <clears throat> good morning, good evening, good afternoon. It's For 5 o'clock somewhere. It's 5 yeah. o'clock somewhere. Exactly. Uh, we have a special guest with us today. Um Anat Khachumian is here with us, uh, licensed marriage family therapist. What was the terminology? For? What was the acronym for it again? It was LMFT. LMFT. There was, uh, LMFT. There we go. LMFT. There's so many. There's so many acronyms and stuff. Yeah. It kind of throws you that off. Sounds of. very important. LMFT. <coughs> yeah. I'll, I'll I feel like the more letters there is after the name last name, I'm sure John will think of a smart the more, ass. The more student debts you have. Yeah, okay. That's, That's what, what that means. <laughs> the more the more letters after your yeah. last name, the more student debt Absolutely. you have. See, that's why I have none after my last Same name. Here. Not, not a Same bad here. idea. And no, look where, look no where you are. Doing pretty damn well. <laughs> <laughs> I may say so myself. I'm a wise net. <laughs> <laughs> I made it, Ma. <laughs> you, know how we, you know how much money we make here? It's oh, amazing. Gosh. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our Mondays wouldn't be Mondays without the wise nets. So. Uh, you specialize in... Spot. Basically, substance abuse and, well, not specialized in substance abuse, but the um, most majority of your patients are, you know, people who are coming off of uh, substance abuse, mm-hmm. going through rehabilitation, and uh, the whole nine years, which is probably one of the toughest, damn, I'd say probably one of the toughest uh, things to talk about and kind of get over. But mm. obviously, before we jump into that, we want to thank you for the bottle of... Uh, Chardonnay yeah. without the alcohol in it. It's a little sparkling cider. Yeah, I mean John is cussing at us right now. There's I, no, there's no well, alcohol in this. this John, is for John, John, join us. How about today, that? So. Yeah, yeah. To John, <laughs> to John, to John. Thank but, you guys for having me. Of course, thank no, you for. But um, now I'm concerned. Did, oh. you, did you think that we can't handle our alcohol? Is that why? Or Not what? at all. I actually wanted a role model. Uh, that ah. it's very capable to substitute something with a healthier option. Yeah. And you don't have to miss out on the fun of saying cheers or having a drink and enjoying the the camaraderie that comes with drinking. It just doesn't have to be alcohol. See? You so that, voila. John? Tastes like apple juice. <laughs> yeah, it is. Apple it is. Juice. It is apple. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is like a Cider. Oh. Have you seen how cider's made? <laughs> I mean, I'm used to scotch. So <laughs> scotch or tequila. But you know what? We'll make do with this today, I guess. But we have the... We have a therapist with us today, so we got to be good. So <laughs> no, no. But it was uh, interesting. She walked into the she walked into the lobby. I looked the at studio. her jacket. Or, I'm sorry, the studio, <laughs> the green room. Yeah, <laughs> the lobby yeah. of the studio. And yeah. I and I looked and I I took one glance at her at her top, and I was like, North Korea. Why? Which was very quick. I have to say, usually people go a couple times and yeah. look and we'll come back and ask. But when I see communism, so it just triggers me right away. <laughs> Socialism and communism he right feels away. feels at home right away. Then. Yeah, I feel... <laughs> <laughs> you said you were an avid... I mean, we'll get into the whole, you know, obviously the topic of the day, but you yeah. said you were an avid traveler. Yes. You've yes. been to how many countries? So 65 to count. Um, and it's been 
it really doesn't feel like much because in in comparison to how many more places I have left to go to because I try to go to every place once and not revisit places as best as I can but it's a uh, it's quite amazing it's it's very possible to do when you're can carve out a little bit of time to jump around a couple days in each place um and how many years have you traveled to 65 countries uh maybe like 10 throughout 10 years 10 years wow yeah. Jeez, that's, dude, amazing, that's, right? that's amazing yeah it's exciting it's such a great place to have like a lot of personal growth a lot of excitement a lot of fun a lot of new like making building new relationships making new friends i think just getting immersed in a culture in like what they listen to what they eat just really being like all all inclusive in that way is really it's really exciting there's mm-hmm. there are very few few things that can do the same thing. That that I mean, does. you're you're doing something that every chick on TikTok and Instagram <laughs> really wants to do. They post. And they you don't even post yeah, about. And it. you don't even post about. <laughs> it. They, they put they put the coffee cup and they tag themselves in <laughs> Paris, Paris. But you you're at, you're actually, sitting in Glendale. But they're sitting in their mom's basement. <laughs> oh, John man. wants oh, to know goodness. if you've been to Margaritaville. In Vegas. No, Is that in Vegas? I have or? no idea where Margaritaville is. I think there's Is that one an island? Are you talking Jamaica, about the, right? the island? <laughs> yeah, I think it's an island, right? Margaritaville. No, no, it's there, there's a bar called yeah. <laughs> Margaritaville. Right. I'm sure there are many bars uh, called yeah. Margaritaville. I, I think that's what he may be referring to. Um, I. But what's the craziest travel story place? or craziest place Armand wants to know that you've been to? That you've traveled to, yeah. Well, I, I mean, North Korea really takes a cake because it was very... The, being there wasn't terrifying. It was coming back that was terrifying because okay. tell us how you got into yeah. North how do you, Korea. <laughs> how do you travel? Because remember, out of all the presidents <laughs> we've had, we've only had one president step foot into North Korea, yeah. and Rocket Man basically I said, know. "You know, come, come inside, <laughs> come, step, come over. Step, step over." <laughs> I mean, how the hell did you get into North Korea? So you get a you get a visa. You go to Beijing. You get a visa to Beijing, and then from you go in from Beijing. You could either go by plane or train from Beijing. It's one of the only few entry points to North Korea, and going in is fine. They let anybody in. They have you know they welcome you with open arms, but <laughs> and they don't stamp your passport. They just give you a slip, like um, just like Israel does. A ninth place for and, um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> And they hold your passport. <laughs> they hold on to it, which is kind of creepy, but they hold it um, so that they know you're there. You're still there. And they make copies of it. I'm sure they do a lot of things. Holy shit. It. So they kept your uh, U- your U.S. passport. Yeah. So they're okay with you coming in. It's The U.S. doesn't let you back if they know that you've been there. But is that why they don't stamp your passport? Right. So that's one of the reasons why they don't stamp your passport. But it's one of the reasons I just like happened to have forgotten to tell the U.S. that I went there. The U.S. doesn't back. allow you to come back? Why? Yeah, because you pose as a risk. Yeah, you might have passed information, mm-hmm. though. Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't even so. think of it that way. I thought it was like, okay, you're in a communist country. And it's like, you know no. what? You passed yeah. information? Yeah. Okay, let's say you went there, you gave them information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the U.S. So just the U- wants you to stay there and give more information? Or no, what? the U.S. is wondering why did you, you as a U.S. citizen went to North Korea to, to out us in some way? Right, you're a threat now to the U.S. Hmm. You so, could be working for North Korea the next day, buddy. <coughs> right. You know, you so might be coming back with information like you don't even know right now if that's a North Korean you don't agent know. or not. So you, you know, just don't know. King Jong Un is watching us this right now. This night <laughs> might end a different <laughs> way. We have more followers. <laughs> Hello, Rocket <laughs> Man. <laughs> Rocket oh, Man. My little nugget. Um, <laughs> Did you meet him there? Oh no, Sounds I like wanted you guys to. I asked around. I was like, I really love him. 
but it didn't happen. Didn't work um, out. Did well, he, he wasn't on Tinder or anything. <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> and that's they're swiping. If there was they internet, all I like. checked. <laughs> no There's internet, no huh? internet. No, you know it's him with his white pants and. Oh my god! Sure. Well, like you, you said like you said there's no internet. No, there's no internet. Why? So I wonder because. <laughs> you see what communism does, guys. This is what we've been preaching all this time. No, but so the terrifying part was getting out because every. Um, Everything, everyone's adventures that I followed before, like they let you do whatever you do that's wrong, but they wait till you're about to board the flight to leave. That's when they catch everybody. Remember that one guy that got caught and they put him in a coma and sent him back that mm -hmm. died? The young guy that had stolen oh, an art piece something, or something. Yeah. yeah. So they, they let you do your crime and they let you finish your trip and then they catch you at the, on, the, like, on the plane is when they usually caught everybody. So... The plane ride back was the most terrifying experience for me because I was like, "Did I do something? Are they going to catch me?" Okay, now? were you flying back to Beijing or were yeah. you? That's crazy. Yeah. You don't but. take a train back to Beijing at that point. I mean, you can. Oh, but you can. Okay. Why you should fly? John said he feels guilty drinking today. John. <laughs> almost. You let, are, let you this said be almost. the start of your of your sobriety, John. Let me be. <laughs> <laughs> John, you too can be sober. Yes. Just oh, like the wise man. You too can have some <laughs> apple juice, John. Mind you, this is a man that came on our podcast last week and drank brandy, uh, three-month-old, uh, what was it, a rum? Moonshine. Or moonshine, yeah, three-month-old wow. moonshine and champagne. And how did he feel the next day? Great. I, and he's still I, one of the smartest guys, so I let him do it. I mean, it. I don't, that doesn't, um, that's not reflective of his intellect. No, no. See, no, no, no. If John no. was here, he would have turned this into a, uh, a tea. Probably dropped a couple of alcohol pads in there, and no, I can't. He would have asked Amu for some rubbing alcohol <laughs> prior to taking a sip of this. Oh, rubbing alcohol. That's disgusting. John might be a very, very uh, valid candidate for. John, do you have medical? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Send no, us, send us no. a photo of your insurance card. We'll Seriously. run eligibility. But what, what were the people like in North Korea? I mean, you Actually, you saw very firsthand. Very nice. Very nice. Um, scared because they don't have much exposure to outside people so, so they see you as like an alien basically a little bit yeah a little hesitant but very nice very like they would bow to you which is very uncomfortable but um you know i mean like time stood still you, but you weren't allowed to just walk by yourself you have to have a representative with yeah. you at all time right? you can't go anywhere wrong there was times where i would go to the bathroom and there would be someone standing outside waiting for me oh, and who is that individual government some of the representatives so they work for the government Oh. Yeah, I'm just curious as to like what made you think. Okay, you know what? Uh, I'm in Beijing. I want to go to. I want to go to North Korea. Like, what was go what was passing? What was going through your head as far as okay? You know what? I want to walk into North Korea. <laughs> One of the <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't off the whim like that. It was. It wasn't just random that way. It took. It took some preparation leading up to it, but. For one, I've always wanted to go to countries that have this strong media um, perception that we shouldn't go there, or this place is bad, or, you know, yeah. we have a very strong impression of places like North Korea, where the U.S.'s vision of it is not really all that there is that for us to see. Um, and I'm interested in places that are not very popular in tourists mm -hmm. and, and not, you know, you don't have that same, like, kind of, it's a whole different kind of a, a travel experience than it would be to go to, like, Italy, let's say, right? Uh, and I really wanted to see the mass games, you know, that huge uh, mass games they put on for the leaders once a year. Yeah. It's like their national 
or National Day. It's like and a, it's like several thousands of participants. It's, it's like the Olympic right? opening on steroids. It's a parade. It's, it's basically a parade. insane. It's a parade, but then they have this huge theater. It's just insanity. There's nothing to compare it to. So I had always seen it on TV, and I was like, this thing looks so amazing. So. And you were present at one of those? Yeah, so oh, I went to it. Hmm. And then Did you time it to be there for that? Yeah. Or? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Shit. Is that where they walk, like, in a line? Bro, you should see that thing. Yeah. It's crazy. So they do, like, a whole, like, the whole day is, like, an event where they do dances, and, you know, the whole day is, like, a, a parade, essentially. And then they all do this huge show at the theater, and that's where, like, they have it's like synchronized dancing to the max it's just phenomenal and it's just all about their leaders it's like leader leader it's just crazy for, for some reason i always think like north korea is just black and gray and white <laughs> like there's no color there no it's actually very colorful is it really are yeah. there trees there yeah, it's, it's, it's very beautiful like, like scenically beautiful okay, have you been to south korea yes now comparing south korea and north korea as far as culture wise and food wise and all that stuff i mean are they similar or is, is it more like, similar or more you different know, I think that there are a lot of like core similarities in terms of food, in terms of like what they offer, in terms of you know how the na- how nature looks and their beauty, natural beauty, um, and you know the language. And so there's a lot of those things, but then there's big things like their politics, right, or their their the people's style of living. So those big things, of course, are drastically different. And you know, I mean, they just they're the same, but there's they're so different. Did they're not with each other. Did you see one homeless person in North, no. North Korea? Did I? No. Zero, right? No. North Korea? Yeah. You wouldn't. Do. No. You Boston. never have in a communist country. But even country. if there was, they wouldn't let you as a tourist see it. <laughs> There's no so way. So you just don't see anything you want to see. You see what they you want. See, you yeah, exactly. See. Are there, like, as we see on TV, sh- soldiers with rifles walking mm-hmm. around all the, uh, everywhere? Or? No, that's Israel. That's Israel. <laughs> yeah. That's very much Israel. Israel people got like sling a gun around them at every everywhere and you're like people or yeah, soldiers. Just everyday everyday people. people. You're kidding Everybody me. Everybody goes through training at after the uh, at the age of 18 I think it is. Women too. Mhm. So what, you got a guy basically walking down the street going to buy a mango with the AK strapped yeah. around his shoulder? I don't think they do much I don't know if it's the AK, but it's a it's a gun. Oh, I'm not call, I don't know about guns. It's a rifle. A rifle. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Holy shit. It's yeah. an assault rifle. So <laughs> so when we go to a Korean restaurant here, uh-huh. are we eating North Korean food or South Korean? Well, it doesn't matter because it's Korean food. And so if you think about it as like they designate that line because of their politics, right? It's still mm. the same country. The food, everything was yeah. relatively the music the is the same. The language is the same. Okay. Um, the food is the same. They eat dog soup. It's really disgusting. Dog soup? Yeah, I couldn't do it. So hold on, the whole the whole stereotype about Korean people eating dogs and cats and stuff. It's it's true. Yeah, they eat, they have they give you the option. Both in North and South. I wasn't offered it in in South, but in North it was like on the menu. Is it because there's shortage of yeah cows and you know there was no shortage of food for us at least. There was no shortage of like any. Anything, food, drinks, anything. It was amply provided. But I think it's just customary for them. Hmm. So it was a... Uh, if they see a stray dog, they're like... That's freaking mm. weird, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. That looks like a Wagyu picanha right there. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh God. It was nice yeah, to go yeah. somewhere with no like McDonald's there, though. That was kind of... Well, yeah, no you KFC, can't you can't right? have a you can't have a capitalistic <laughs> restaurant yeah. in a communist country. Yeah, so it was like very culturally dense, 
Like you are in that place, and that's exactly all, all you're seeing. But in that do place. they have their own <laughs> restaurants, their own yeah. versions of burgers? And their yeah, own. they have like Western food. <clears throat> some very very few, like uh, kind of like burgers and stuff. Actually, they serve you burgers on the plane. It's very sketchy, but. Um, <laughs> I but, mean, you know, are you sure against, it was a hot dog? Yeah, I didn't eat it. Burger. It was just too questionable. Hot dog? I like how you threw it. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. But oh, they man. hate Americans. And so I didn't identify myself as an American there. I identified myself as an Armenian. And that flies uh, everywhere. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, Americans, they're just like... Everybody hates Americans America. Americans die. No, but they blatantly are like, Americans die. Because you know, they're yeah. programmed to say that. Yeah. It's just... Well, so. it's, it's like that in the majority of countries now. I mean, Iran's like that. <laughs> I mean, something's going to happen in Iran next couple of days, guys. Yeah. So, uh, North Korea. Pace yourself, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. <laughs> do, do they have, ca- you have four years, Joe. West North, you got, did you s- try karaoke in North Korea? Yes. Oh, look, there you go. I'll Armand. admit it. Is it the same as I mean, Koreatown here? It's different. karaoke. Is it? Yeah. Not I according to the these same. guys. <laughs> Remember, the karaoke here is a little different. Than the well, the karaoke here, I don't know. Is that you're just very like plastered to have to do it, which sure. doesn't doesn't mean you're not over there because there's a lot of drinking that goes on over there. But so they do, they have alcohol and everything. Mm-hmm. North shit. Korea, yeah, really. Oh, oh yeah. open bars and everything. Yeah, it's not alcohol is not prohibited. How about financially? Do the people like have the money and the will to just go where they want and spend their money, or just well, if you're rations or if you're like um, if you're in like the higher tier so- socioeconomically, like if you're part um, of the if you're providing economy. in terms of like science or growth to the economy or to like basically a military in any form or facet, then you're on the upper echelon of where you live and what you get and like, you know, the mm. options that you can you do. You can have two shots of vodka instead yeah. of one, mm. basically. So yeah. it's, it's By the way, guys, we're not, we're not, this is not this a is show not about, about North Korea. Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get to there. That could be a whole nother show. But. Someone <laughs> said, I'm here to hear about the. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, we talk so much shit <laughs> about communism and socialism. We have somebody who's actually. Communism is so, I think it's so interesting because we have so much to learn about it. Like I like to travel to other countries that are still very dense in their communist ways, yeah. like Transnistria. Uh, Moldova, you know, the Eastern European blocs, and they're yeah. still very much in that state, yeah. even though they've separated from Soviet, Soviet Union. Union. But um, it's just it's just cool to no see that. There's no such thing as any country separating from the former Soviet Republic. Okay. We just had an example <laughs> of our own. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seriously. Yeah, thank you. Well said. But what, well said. before we get to, the, obviously, the topic of the day, what's the, what's the, what would you say would be the, one of the best countries to visit of the 65 that you've visited? Wow, that's a that's a big big question. I'm still amazed at the I number am of too, countries. Bro, you seriously, visited. you're very really? young. You're very young. You're probably younger than most of I'm us. I'm in my mid thirties. I'm thirty six. Yeah. And I haven't even been to sixty five cities yet. <laughs> yeah, I've done about thirty <laughs> cities. In life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in real estate. I haven't done sixty five streets. I stay in like a particular zip code and <laughs> that's about it. I don't, I don't know. I couldn't really, I don't know if I could answer that. I spent like summers in, in parts of Africa. So those have like a very dear part in my heart, um, like in Ghana and Zambia. But um, I don't know if I could say, I, could, I couldn't just pick one. I really couldn't because they're all so particular in their own way. I mean, the fact that you just said you visited Ghana and Zambia, I mean, that's, <clears throat> you've been around as far as, 
look at the world. And you haven't yeah. picked the ones that other tourists would pick. You right because I don't that... like those like get in line, those cliche, you know, tour, saturated with tourists. Like these are the things you're supposed to see. I've done those things. I did the Italy and all that. I did that. It's great. Not to speak down on them, but they're just not as like exciting, and they're not as. As real, basically. Yeah, they're yeah they're it's not tourism. as like yeah. like raw and organic yeah. as you do. France is not Paris, as, no, as right. much as people you know, mm-hmm. or Venice, Italy, or you know the, the yeah. Mykonos, Greece. That's not that's not. Yeah, your, it's just a cookie cut yeah, thing experience, yeah. which is still it's great. Commercialized. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. I I love to go to the villages and the mm-hmm. remote areas where you know the grandma makes you this exactly. pot and you eat it and yeah. you're like best yeah. thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, versus. Uh, yes, we had dinner at Le Jean Serrouille au toi. Oh, so okay. what? You had dinner where? <laughs> Would you like some <laughs> apple juice? <laughs> apple juice with your steak? Carbonated apple you juice. Want Get some. <laughs> and those are the places that are also more pricey, right? So if you go to these more like yeah, unfamiliar yeah. places, they're usually cheaper. Yeah. Your and cost you can go to more countries. Exactly. There, there you yeah. go. A buddy, a, buddy <laughs> of mine, a buddy of mine a couple of years ago, he, actually, he, w- he visited Germany and he rented a car. And he was like, I went from castle to castle, town to town. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it was probably one of the best trips I've had in my life because yeah. he's like, I saw everything. everything. Yeah. And he's like, I saw it at my own pace. Yeah. I didn't have a tour guide with me. He was like, there was villages and cities and little towns he went to where, you know, he'd walk into uh, a restaurant or a pub or something and they'd mm-hmm. greet him like, oh, my God, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a tourist. Whereas he's like, when you were in Berlin or Frankfurt, They'd look at you and be like, oh, fuck, what do you Not want? Yeah. It's more of a <laughs> what do you sense. want? Yeah. Even, yeah. even more so, try if you ever travel to one of those cities, instead of a car, rent like a Vespa. You get to see even oh, whatever, fine. Vespa, any type of uh, motorcycle. Do you Scooter. Know how to fix a Scooter tire on yeah. a Vespa? Yes, I've seen okay. it on YouTube. Yes. Good job. Uh, <laughs> you get to see even more than, mm. because these small little. You know holes in the walls that you get to see because you're you're and just that's riding you get in an the open right space. Food, yeah, if you want to really wow. see. Oh where yeah, country is. and you can just pull over and stop by and say, "Oh, cut me one of those." Yeah. you know whatever they're making and uh, uh, like yeah. one of my friends who went to fr- he went to Paris. He was visiting you know uh, as a obviously as a tourist. He was like, we would walk in Paris thinking like, "Oh, you know what? It's you're in France. There's gonna be like wine and this and that." He goes. There's certain areas in France where you're walking on the streets, and all of a sudden you see a guy walk out to the sidewalk, sit down. And he's like, he has a bucket of water with him. And he's like washing his feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not gonna say what culture he is, but he's like, that's what majority of France has become. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it was so sad. A yeah. lot of graffiti, yeah. a lot of tagging. Uh, in Rome as well, he said the same thing. He was like, yeah. he's like, it doesn't look the way they advertise it. Right, right. Like, it's not eh. what you think it is. Yeah, it is what it is, though. So anyways, but yeah, I promote it. I think anybody that has any desire to, it shouldn't be as like unattainable as people think. People think you need all this time, you need all this money, you know, everybody puts all these barriers ahead of it. But if you want to do it, I think you should. And I think it's very plausible for anybody yeah. to do in different capacities. So. And if you don't know where to go, just as Armand said, on big tours. On big tours will help you. Oh, Armand didn't even know, know there's 65 <laughs> countries. Like there's 65 <laughs> countries. Oh no. <laughs> That's, that's There's a lot 193, of, that's a lot of I think, if I'm not mistaken. Man, total. There's a lot of crazy people out there that have done it. There's a young child, like 23, she's done all 193 countries. Yeah. That, that's crazy. The, anything else on the list as far as visiting? 
to countries, go. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, like as in like in the near role. future. I mean, COVID obviously screwed yeah. a lot of shit up last so year. So I was gonna do the Silk Silk Road. I was gonna do like um, um, oh my gosh, I was gonna do in China. No, uh, oh my god, isn't that isn't the Silk Road? Silk Road is off of China. In, isn't India, it? China, India, China, no, Mongolia, Mag- Mongolia. There you go, Mongolia. Yeah. It's uh, Mongolia, not the, Mongolia. The oh my god, I'm spacing out on this. Oh lord, it'll come to me in a minute. It's and I'll all tell good. You. But anyway, that area, the um, Transnistia, not Transnistia. Wow. That, well, there. That transvestite area. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we get well, it. Levick's Le- 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 like 65 countries, 10 years. She's 100% single with no kids. Well, Absolutely. no shit. Ding, ding, ding. Obviously, <laughs> Come on, buddy. No. It's no a, she, I she left my four kids with me. Yeah, exactly. It was no. like, honey, you're going to take care of the kids while I go visit another three more countries. I'll be in Ghana this week. <laughs> no, I would totally take my kids with me if I had kids. That'd be Have you been to Palm Springs at 128 degree weather? <laughs> It's a vacation spot. <laughs> oh, I still don't know it's why our many people do it, man. And and it's it's crazy. Like they say, you know, it's it's August, it's July, it's gonna be 120 degrees. What do you guys want to do? It's good for the body. Honest wants to know, are you Sagittarius? No, I'm a cancer. Oh I don't know anything about um Astrology. Astrology or those horoscopes, but yeah. I'm a we're, we're, I know. I'm a cancer. We're getting some personal questions. Oh, cool. Uh, what does your tattoo what does say? What does the tattoo say? Well, she has... I saw I saw two. I saw one on that wrist. And I, I saw have a few. This one's a cross. That one's a cross, too. This one is um, the statue of Nikki, which is the goddess of Victor. And I saw this in is Greece. That, that's the headless angel yeah. or whatever it was, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Why She's so the headless? goddess of Victory, so I'm all about, like, female power and, huh? you know... Feminism. I feel like I got, I definitely had my, like my angel encounter once. And so this is in honor of that. Everyone has that encounter once in their life. Yeah. I or, think everybody has you, it, but not everybody recognizes it. As far as like what, guardian angel? Yeah. So you've been like, do you mind sharing? This no, story? I got a, I got in like a horrific car accident at a young age and I, I absolutely should have died. And I walked away with not a scratch on Were me. Were you driving? Yeah. And I passed out on the wheel <laughs> while driving. And went head in into like a corner of a building. Wow. And I recall, distinctly recall, a woman waking me up from the steering wheel and telling me like, you're going to be okay. Help is coming. You're going to be okay. And I remember that. But the second time I remember waking up is I woke up to the paramedics. And I said, where is that woman that was out here? Where is that woman? They're like, no one's here. We're the first people here. So who would wake somebody up from a car accident and leave, right? Yeah. So it was a total, it was a divine moment for me. So what do you think saved you or saved your life and was it the seatbelt was it i don't know what saved my life but i I don't i don't really think about that i just think like there was a purpose why i still have to be here to do something and that like plays into my sense of purpose of work when i think about sometimes i'm challenged with like why am i doing this or what should i do to be more like fulfilled john's comment (laughs) he's like not a scratch worst plaintiff ever worst plaintiff ever oh god basically (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you're supposed to grab your neck or your By arm way, or John, your shoulder. John is an attorney and he's Sorry. a personal injury. I figured attorney, that. Okay? I figured that. So don't ever say you didn't have any injuries. All right. Uh, what mm. car were you in? Was it? Is it a, I think remember? it was like a Nissan. Nissan. I think it was a Nissan Camry it was or a, a Nissan. It was a Nissan. No, because the, so the car makes a difference as far as how sturdy. It I want to say maybe Camry. 
don't know. It was like, like you 19. You know Nissan and Camry are not the same car. I know, but. <laughs> At the same time, you're talking to a female. So, I mean, hey! That's, that's oh, bad, my God. Majority of people. I'm sorry. So it is. It is. It is. Car oh. from a Hold woman on. At the Hold on. I could change Hold my on. own tire Maju- and change I'm my not, oil. I, I so. could, I'm not. I could YouTube changing a tire as well. But I'm just saying majority of women don't know their cars. Really? Mm. I think so. Oh, oh. That's not true, man. Okay, I'll let you just have that one and feel so good you're, about it. I mean, so let me ask you this. Your wife, you picked the car and gave it to her and she just took off? Oh, yeah, she doesn't give a shit. No, my wife wanted her the car she wanted and we got the car. No, no. She's well, We bought it from a sales lady. Nah, so nah, nah. you can't it's say that. She knew more about that car than I did. I'm just saying mm. it's, I mean, my Well, guys, this is Arno's last show. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, take it offensively. I think it's going to be black and blue by the end of this show. I don't know. <laughs> Either BLM, like Korea, somebody's going somebody's gonna to take I'll be out. moving to North Korea. we got to talk <laughs> about how you got in there, by the way. I might just be leaving my passport with them. And now I'm really, I'm going to try to order some North Korea wardrobe now. I mean, well, I have some like, I have some little trinkets and pins. I'll send them to you guys. No, I, I want to get like a hat and a, you ja- just like go. a cool jacket and. Yeah. yeah. Well, did you see what you know? You know, Mr. Wonderful, right, from Shark Tank. Yeah. Did you see his recent video on oh on Instagram? God. No. He bought a he bought a sweater from AOC's website. Yes, it said, I heard uh, about it. It said uh, "Tax the Rich," mm-hmm. and he's like, "I bought this. I bought the sweater for sixty five dollars. I paid five dollars for shipping. She probably had it made for five dollars, mm-hmm. and she talks about taxing the rich. That's capitalism." But she wants to go into socialism. It's like you can't do so that when you're the people that are paying sixty five dollars for an AOC shirt mm-hmm. are the problem right there. Oh yeah, of course. It's well, not about capitalism. You can't take capitalism out of the United States because it's built off of that. So if you want to take capitalism out of the foundation of what the country runs off of and has developed its economy based off of, what do you have left? Nothing. You don't have any history. You really don't have any substantial culture because it's a combination of so many different cultures put together, mm-hmm. right? You strip away capitalism, you have nothing. So you can't you can't strip that from this country. You have to find a way to work around it or wi- work with amongst it. But you, this fight about taking capitalism is ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't. Make I any think sense. at least I don't yeah. know. It doesn't make any sense. It's going that way. That's let's, the direction. Let's jump into what you do for a living because obviously it's going to be. Uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting topic. I've never had I've never had apple juice out of a Johnny Walker cup. So well, there's a the first, first for everything. What made you get into obviously <laughs> family therapy number f- number one? Oh, into family therapy. Well, as a very young um, child, I was having panic attacks, like severe panic attacks, where I would faint. So it was very concerning, obviously, to my parents, and so they thought we got to figure out what's wrong with this kid. So they took me to like every doctor under the sun to find out why I was sick. Okay. And eventually the last leg of who I went to was a therapist. And I think that was because of a doctor's referral or something because nobody could figure out because physically I was in great health. So eventually I went to a therapist and then I just fell in love with her. She was amazing. <coughs> I continued working with her. She stayed in my life for a long time. She helped me work through my panic. She helped me work through a lot of my own personal growth and a lot of stuff anxiety and a lot of things that I was working through and just through my process of that I was like I'm gonna be this (laughs) like I remember sitting in front of her one day very young age going I want to like do what she's I didn't know what it was or how or any of these how old were you at the time if you don't mind me asking like 15 14 15 um and and that was it that was my goal so I really didn't know how what why I wasn't very 
like studious by any means. I'm not like in, instinctually a smart person. I have to work very hard to learn things. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it was tough for me through that journey, but I just, I liked it. And the more I ventured into it, the more I learned about it, the more I continued it in the process of, of as a patient, I just loved it more and more. I was just very fascinated by it. So I eventually became a therapist. It was a long, long road. <laughs> I eventually did. And, um, and it's just every, every day. I mean, there's days where I have sessions with clients. I'm like, fuck, I love what I do. I just, it's such an adrenaline rush for me. I get such a kick out of it. It's not all the time (laughs) there's times where it's frustrating and it's challenging and it's you know limiting but it's just I don't know it's such a it gives me so much feedback it's such a satisfying and gratifying thing for me to do Um, and it's really really cool to see people's the trajectory of people's lives changing like right before your eyes it's kind of a slow process but when you kind of see that shift happening and it's it's just really neat to to like watch that watch that happening well so. I mean, yours is a little bit different i mean we had uh edith alaverdian <coughs> on the podcast a couple i'd say maybe a year plus ago hers was more like family and kids and all marriage and all that stuff. Mm. yours is more of like rehabilitation so i mean right the clientele or the patients that come to you i mean are they are a majority of them alcoholics or are they like the hardcore stuff as far as like coke and heroin and stuff like that like how do do they come to you how do they find you and who who is it that you work with most of the time right so in my private practice it's a little bit more like um it's a little bit more higher functioning clientele like it's everyday events or it's crises that are happening so that private practice i tend to see a lot of addiction coming up either from the person who's experiencing addiction or from the family members of addicts like wife is upset that her husband is drinking all day or the you know mom is scared that her son is using it often right so in some capacity everybody's affected by addiction in some way shape or form so that really kind of merged me into working more concentrating more in the field of addiction Mm -hmm. and there i see a whole range right there's people that have just used one time there's people that continuously use and they're very they, they struggle with the withdrawals and the sickness of like coming off of it. So they're ready to stop using because they see that their life is so strongly interrupted by the use. But if I stop using, I get very sick. Or if I stop using, a lot of my functioning around me changes. So I can't hang around with my friends that I used to drink with. I can't go out and party the way that I used to. So a lot of my like everyday habits are changing as a result. So it's so difficult to have to make a huge shift in your lifestyle so that's why a lot of people don't are not inclined to want to do it so they'll continue in the very cyclical dysfunctional way of living but i all ranges there's people that that struggle with drinking for you know 30 40 years there's people that have been using for five years there's people that have a coke problem there's people that do speed balls and fentanyl so is there a particular type of personality that tends to have more of uh, an addiction problem versus others or is it just across the board it could be anybody you know I think it could be anybody I think addiction is is, it's like cancer right it doesn't discriminate right but you know um, socioeconomic level race gender all of that but I I really do believe that addiction is the result of something it's the symptom of something so usually what we see in treatment is People are struggling generally with any kind of trauma, depression, anxiety, or combination of any of those three. 
So if somebody's very, very anxious, they'll use the substance to cope with that because it generally helps with something. That's why they start or that's why they take it. So if we treat the anxiety or the trauma or the depression, then there's less of a need to use that substance. Of course, you also are treating the substance use because mm. that facet of it is, is separate. But essentially, that, that's the underlining. That's why we usually have a dual diagnosis and treatment. You're not just have a substance abuse disorder. You have a substance abuse disorder because you have XYZ problem, yeah, whatever it is. Because a lot of people that go through like depression or anxiety, they take, uh, what was it, Xanax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard people that have gone on Xanax, it's like practically impossible to get off of it. It's yeah, like they, they you get addicted to it. Yeah, like beyond, like they can't, they can't operate a regular day without, you know, mm-hmm. taking, you All know, popping pain medications. The Exa- majority Oxycontin. The majority of them is Oxycontin. Yeah. They have a back surgery. They go on Oxycontin. Three months later, they're looking for anything else Mm -hmm. to give them that same feeling. If you think about, like, neurologically, if you think about the amount of dopamine release that you get from something like Oxy, right? I mean, it's like having amazing sex and getting a great car and getting a raise all at the same time. Same same night. Well, then. Same night. Yeah, same time. Makes it's me a, think now. Do you need a prescription, <laughs> I buddy? Just, I just I put just a picture a in his car. head. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't. Like, how about? Well, I guess all, oh all my lord! Can we add like? <laughs> Look what I did! Look what I started! Can we? Can we add skydiving to that list as well? Is it's there a, any, it's it? a rush of ver- feeling very, very exceptionally good. Right? It's a yeah, rush yeah. of dopamine. But so again, this is this. this is all a temporary fix. Right, and what it is is. It gets your body acclimated to that, right? You become familiarized with this. So whose brain wouldn't say, I don't need that anymore. I can do with less, right? So it messes up with your brain chemistry to be to want that more naturally as natural humans. Yeah. And it, it disrupts your body's ability to do that in a homeostasis way. Just like how um, your body doesn't, if you're not a diabetic, your body doesn't provide more insulin than it needs to, right? So your, your body now has to change how it's regulating its receptors and its, dis, uh, and its like deposit of dopamine for you. So it's constantly having to regulate itself. Mm-hmm. So now we've, we've, we've shifted that and we've disrupted that. So it just, um, I, I mean, the, the brain and the body are such amazing, they're just so remarkable, I think. Yeah. And to see that your body's constantly working for you is constantly trying to say, I don't know what's here, but I need to stabilize. We're not charging you. We're not, not none of that, right? There's no charger to a human body. Right. Well, the charger work? is your How sleep. Does... Your well, sleep is how you charge. That's one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Oxycontin sure helps. What, what percentage of your clients actually succeed as far as uh, f- beating addiction and Starting a session and ending it. Yeah, being able to, well, not just ending it, but not, ha- not, not having relapse mm-hmm. and coming back. And uh, obviously, it's, you know, you don't have control over what they do outside of your office. But right. And from my understanding, I, I, I've been watching Dr. Drew for a long time, and he's one of, you know, one yeah, of the uh, renowned. Uh, renowned names as far as addiction goes. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> and so. It, it seems like the, the relapse is so high with with majority of people. W- what has your experience been? Um, and is is typically is the success uh, in any way related to how much support they have at home, or what, what 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 has your experience been with all that? Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's one of the most pivotal parts of the success because if we couple 
like proper treatment like if you're really struggling you need to go get medically over have medical oversight of getting like accurate detox because people think they can just detox from home <laughs> and that's so dangerous <laughs> like so, first of all it doesn't work and it's dangerous right so it, it's too risky it's way too risky for you to think that you can regulate that and you go through a residential program they're mm -hmm. usually 30 60 or 90 days and then the part the piece of that the reason why program is efficient is because it's a controlled environment you no longer have your dealers and your friends who are using around you anymore you no longer have people around you who are being moms and dads and uh, loved ones who the, are enabling the, the you. The cancer around you. Yeah, literally, literally. Literally, your environment is in a controlled environment and you don't have the codependent people. You don't have the enabling. You don't have the, um, you know, all those stressors that are you feel like are causing you to use. And so when you strip away all of that, you kind of reset like you're talking about. You kind of reset that, right? Then you get in a healthy environment, you're getting transitioned into a maintenance so maintenance is how do i rebuild my life so that i can maintain this recovery that's the biggest part usually people get clean seven days and they're like all right i got this i'm good i'm on my feet and then a couple days later they relapse so you, your recommendation is or you've seen much more success with somebody who starts off like with a live-in rehabilitation center and then kind of graduates to private yeah. Uh, usually like usually that. like like starting in a starting from the ground up right like we wouldn't just like clean the surface we want to be able to build it from the bottom up and in a in a, in a like inpatient facility what you're getting is you're getting the whole like comprehensive treatment mm -hmm. of building up your education your psychoeducation your yeah. personal work your uh, life-changing skills, your life skills, right? If you've been using for a couple of years, you probably don't have a bank account. You probably lost your job. You probably have a lot of like legal cases pending, right? You got right. a lot going on in your life. So really kind of reorganizing and compartmentalizing all of those. And then your aftercare is huge. Your aftercare is like your support system. Are you part of recovery? Are you going to meetings? Are you, do you have a sponsor? Do you, how is your family involved? This is the craziest part for me mm -hmm. as you know, like as I started opening up my my facility, family involvement is the biggest emphasis in my facility because we see people drop off family members in rehab and they go walk right out the door. Right. But that's that's so messed up, because if me as the person who's going to rehab and I think, well, why isn't everybody else doing their work? Well, they look at it as, you know what? I'm paying for it. You take care of it. Right. Uh, it's babysitting yeah, job. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's literally like school here mm -hmm. i'm gonna drop them off take care of whatever you need to take care of i'll pick them up at three yeah but would you do that to your kids would you just drop off your kids and never stay engaged with like how they're doing what's going on do i need to help them right <clears throat> no we would never do that right well no i mean well not all of us <laughs> <laughs> healthy healthy parents wouldn't do that often right so yeah that family engagement is you have to also teach the family dynamic. Like, what are what's going on that your kid is so disrupted that you're not noticing it? For example, that you're not um, you're probably in some facet participating as a spouse, as a, as a parent, as a sibling, whatever it may, whatever your relationship is, right? That you're probably enabling to some capacity. Yeah. You're probably they're probably codependent, right? And so you're facilitating this. Usually, it's out of safety. It's out of fear. Like ah. Let him, at least he's at the house, is what they'll say all the time. 
right? Yeah, but yeah. he's killing uh, himself. No, it's one of the worst <laughs> things you could actually say. I mean, yeah. at least he's at the house. It's like, okay, you're, you're basically saying whatever you're doing is okay as long as you're doing it at home. Right, so I feel okay. I'm I'm comfortable to some extent. Yeah. But it's, I, I think, I think obviously parenting and the people involved in your life have a big, big, big part of it. Because I remember when I was a, when I was like a teenager, well, not a teenager, but like right out of high school, bro. You're still not a teenager? <laughs> no, <laughs> but right out of high school, I was at one of, one of my old friend's houses and uh, he was a smoker. Yeah. Of weed? No, 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 no. Oh. Cigarette smoker. Mm-hmm. And it was funny. He would say, uh, like we, we would smoke and, you know, being like 18, 19 years old, you're like, hey, you don't want to smoke around your parents. Not that... You know, it was like you. It's not fear. It's not fear. It's more of like it's like kind of like an embarrassment sort. For me, it is that. It's Mm. like I would feel embarrassed if I ever smoked. Not that I smoke, but anyways, let me get to what I was trying to say. But um, some uh, secrets getting basically like his his dad would say. (laughs) Manana, this is coming back. No, his dad would give him a pack of cigarettes Uh and would he would hand it to him, and I would be like, Mm. "Oh, your dad bought that for you?" Mm. He goes, "Yeah." I'm like, "Why?" He goes, "Well, we had a conversation with him. I told him I'm a smoker." And he said, if you're going to smoke, I want to be the one that's buying it for you because I don't know what you're buying from where. And I'm mm. like, in my head, I'm thinking, that's the worst parenting <laughs> you could ever say. do. Like, are you well, serious? That's your dad. Obviously, I didn't say it out loud yeah. to him. But in my head, I'm thinking, that's the worst thing you could do for your kid. Like, instead of you saying, you know what? Don't smoke. It's bad for you. It's, mm-hmm. you know, don't do it. You're going to go and say, okay, if you're going to do it, mm-hmm. do it this way. Yeah. No, let me, bro. Let me allow that. And let me do it in my controlled way, right? So it's, you know, it's like you bring up such a good point. I think especially like in the Armenian community, that's the biggest barrier for us. Is we don't, there's countless, countless amounts of clients who have a serious problem with addiction. And I'm not just talking about like occasionally smoking some weed here and there. I'm talking about full-blown addictions, whether that be drinking, whether that be, how many coke addicts do we know? Right? Not many. Really? Yeah. Coke, really? Coke addicts? I, I I don't know. Maybe just yeah. my environment. I, or really. people who are probably highly functioning by using I, something like I know Xanax. Throughout the years, I've known people Look, that mm-hmm. there, There's a lot of them. Yeah. Here, here's what I learned over the last 10, 12 years. That a lot of people that I never knew or even thought or expected ever mm-hmm. did smoke weed regularly. Yeah. Or did other... Uh, recreational drugs regularly mm-hmm. or some not so legal drugs but it was so unexpected mm. as far as from my perspective uh yeah again i i everybody knows i drink socially i enjoy drinking um <coughs> but as far as drugs go it's always and i've heard this all you know all my well you know weed is the gateway to this or mm. that's the gateway to that but i i don't necessarily know i mean from I don't think one is a gateway to the other. Mm-hmm. It's more so, I mean, and you're, you're the expert, but from, in my opinion, I don't think one is a gateway to the other. It's more so about um, what what you know is going to be allowed in your family setting, whether you're... you're what's you, acceptable. Yeah, what's acceptable when, when you're young enough, if your parents are still kind of in control of what you do, and then you... You become older, your friends influence or your mm-hmm. uh, work influence and then your f- marriage, you know, mm-hmm. your spouse's influence. There's there's a lot of stages we go through. Right. And at every stage, we have to be held accountable by somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that lack of accountability, which I, I've seen with friends or whoever I've grown up with that had issues. Mm-hmm. It was always that the parent or somebody made an excuse for them and said, right. well, 
He's going through yeah, X, Y, Z. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's okay. He'll get over it. Yeah. And they never get over it, and it's so hard to have a conversation because yeah. their their response, for example, to me was always, "Well, you don't know what he's going through." Bullshit. It's no, like, man. Okay, well, I don't. There's, it's hard no. to have a conversation with that loved one. <clears throat> is that what you're saying? The conversation that it's hard to have is with with the person who's not 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 the loved one. For example, if if a uh, a friend's cousin is going through something. Right. For for you to for me to say, listen, I think maybe you guys should take this mm-hmm. approach. It's well, man, this, you know, this is a se- sensitive understand. topic. Yeah. You don't understand what we've been through and what we've tried. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, but just hear me out. You know, mm-hmm. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. I haven't personally been through that, but yeah. maybe you should look at it from this perspective. And it's it's like nobody wa- nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. You know, mental yeah. disease, it's every it's thing. They it's brush it under the rug every single all time. Of, all of us do it, man. It's not I, I don't think it's an Armenian thing. I think this happens to everybody. Even white folks hide with the fact that their kids well, are going through a hard time. Of course, time. But, but I think in the culture, in the Armenian culture, it's even more so. Yeah. Because we have that cultural background, the context culturally the Amot. Amot. Thank you. Amota. Is that why you call your place Ari, which means come? You know, <laughs> that kind of accidentally happened. But so it makes my sense. facility's name is Ari because it's the first letter of me and my siblings. It's mm. it's me and my brother and my sister's first initial. The name initial. Of our first initial. Uh, and it also <laughs> happens to be come in Armenian, yeah. so it kind of works out. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't that savvy. It could have been air. Could have. Could have been air. But see, like what you were saying is absolutely right. I mean, I've had friends where, you know, they've gone through surgery and then they've gone into Mm painkillers and then they've gotten addicted to that shit. And when you call them up and you say, we're going out, come out with us. Ah, well, you know, I don't feel like it. Uh, I'm not feeling too well. You know, I'm still in a bunch of pain. And then when you talk to their siblings, their parents, and you say, listen, I think this is a good idea to maybe get them out, Mm. have them go out with us instead of putting $20 on their dresser and saying, you know, here's your gas money for today. Take care of yourself. Don't worry. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to work. We'll take care of you. I mean, would we do this for anything else? Would we allow anybody else to just wither away in front of us? I think it's more of the shame. It's so much shame. It's guilt. First of all, family members, any family, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your child, whether it's your parent, whoever that may be, right? There's so much guilt because usually people think, it's my fault. I did something wrong. I wasn't a good enough whatever. I wasn't a great so, dad. That's yeah. why this happened. Yeah. And so that guilt and that shame, which comes from hiding it, right? The guilt is always the the motion, the notion that you think you've done something wrong. So when I think I've done something wrong, I think I raised my son wrong. So then I'm going to hide it. I'm going to feel guilty about it. And I'm going to hide it. And then that just like expands into building walls and barriers into limiting yourself with those who you're going to keep around you and isolating yourself and you're just digging yourself a bigger hole every time but when we when we detach in that way that's what addiction does addiction just disconnects you and it connects you just to your use and to the environment that'll facilitate you to be able to use again continue using like the example that you're talking about Mm -hmm. right but i think the, the ability to be able to like have that connection with like when you're talking about I'm talking to somebody who says you don't understand, like how much is this affecting your life, right? Like, l- please teach me so I understand how much it's affecting your life because me as your friend or as your family member, mm-hmm. your well-being is deteriorating just right. as much, Yeah. right? So 
I don't know. I think in our culture, it's not spoken about very much. I think in our culture, it's really. Why are you laughing? John just said something that John. is the nastiest thing. <laughs> you think alcoholism has to do with being breastfed long enough as a baby? Not long enough. Not long enough as a baby? Well, it has to do Why, where, I'm wondering where the correlation is. I don't know. <laughs> it has to do with the custody battle you had to face as a kid. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Oh, wow. So, uh, so you didn't answer my question as far as is there is, is marijuana uh, the gateway? gateway? No, I don't think I wouldn't say that marijuana is a gateway. I think the habits of m smoking marijuana <clears throat> facilitate you to be in the lifestyle mm -hmm. to encourage more things like it. Because usually, what's marijuana doing? It's treating something. Either you can't sleep, you have anxiety, no. or you, you just like getting high. Time, you just like right, you want yeah, an altered state yeah. of mind, right? Or here's the thing with. Some people you can, just function that way. You, I, I, because I'm, they're used to it. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, but I don't think marijuana is a gateway drug. It can't be. A, it's it's a completely. I don't think so either. Yeah. either but There's people that think think that, yeah. but it, it can't be. Number one, you could never. The the difference between marijuana and any other drug out there is you cannot overdose on marijuana. Right. No, it's not so if much. If you the smoke substance. a lot of weed, what's going to happen is you're going to fall asleep. Right. But look, it's not so and much wake the up substance. Hungry. It's the habit. If you think about the behavior component of like. Oh, something isn't working, or I need this to have fun. Whatever it may, why ever, whatever See, reason you use it, right? We've had this conversation on the podcast before, and it was a while ago where we talked about cocaine as a gateway drug. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you guys remember, but we said co cocaine is a very expensive mm -hmm. high. Right. You you take coke and eventually go broke. What's going to happen is okay if you can't afford coke, you're going to do crack. You're going to do you know little sister crack, and then yeah, cocaine is different. Yeah. You crack to meth and then crack to meth, meth to crystal, and the next thing you know is yeah, you're done. That's a gateway drug. But where does Chivas fall into all this? In our community, Chivas took a big toll on our Armenian community, and they like everything else, we covered it up for many years. A good ten years, Chivas Chivas was like taking over our community, and it was being brought in by our community. So I mean. What you ask where it falls is I, as I don't think it's... As far as the danger of that drug compared to... Well, I've never experienced meth, coke, none of that. Mm -hmm. I smoke cigarettes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's an addictive thing, and I feel like it's difficult to quit. I've tried many times. Sure. But the rest of it, where does Chivas fall into all of this? Look, I think everything has a, has a potential of being risky, right? Because somebody could be doing coke for years, Right. Someone could do heroin for years and still be living. Right. Whereas I could take two, three hits of heroin and it'd be done with me. Right. So it's very it's well, it's it's Russian roulette, especially when you're playing with things that now well, you yeah. don't know what's in anything. You don't even Almost know what's in, a, what's in heroin. A, so she was, I guess, is heroin. Yeah. See, you're talking about two different things. Heroin. You could take one shot, one needle. And well, I'm the, scared of needles. Well, the, the, yeah. re the reason why people can't get off of it, one of the main reasons is because uh, your body is in severe pain, withdrawal yeah. symptoms, after one, one use, yeah. not oh. after years, one use. Yeah. So the only way to calm those, uh, the pain and withdrawal. the withdrawals is to take Do another take dose. Another and then you take another dose, and that's how you get addicted. But what happens, is, is, not like what happens is you build your tolerance to it. So what Correct. one dose did for you, now you need two, you need then two, you need yeah. three, right? Yeah. And, um, even, sorry, and even when you, when you go to these uh, rehab centers, 
right? There's a couple of me- medications that you can you can be given to come off of heroin, like methadone like or yeah. suboxone, so, yeah. which is the same drug. But it's, it's like the, the yeah. vaccines they're giving. And us then to come off of methadone, <laughs> you have the same withdrawal symptoms. Yeah. So it's like yeah, but it's what it is is it's a controlled version of it. So it's right. like Coke versus Adderall. So same thing right? to the, the COVID vaccine. It's like literally the same thing. Yeah. It's a stretch. Okay, the flu shot. Like, let's leave it at that. I, I, I remember there was an article about that one lady who was uh, who was pregnant, and she was shooting up heroin. The baby was born, and the baby kept crying and yeah, crying, and she took him to multiple doctors and here and there. I mean, they were like, maybe the baby's hungry. Maybe it's like a sleeping disorder. Maybe he's autistic. He's having withdrawals. The baby was having heroin withdrawals, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine doing that? To an unborn child, man. I mean, well, well that's, that's the thing with yeah. uses, though. Like, I think a lot of times people get very angry with the person that they see using. Like, how could you keep doing this? Or what are you thinking? Right. But you're not thinking from a rational state. A rational person wouldn't intentionally put harm to themselves or their unborn child. Right. So when you're not able to think from a rational state now, you now it's it's, it's the Wild West. Right. Yeah. Now you're going to do what you're going to do to get what you need to have. And the repercussions are not are not that worthy enough for you to change that because now you're you're you feel stuck in that addiction component so i don't know i think it's a it's a very very um it's a very unfortunate but very treatable disease and we have we have the capacity to treat it and address it not just from the addiction component but from the, the the component of like how do we get here right the, 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 those family members mm-hmm. and the, those dynamics and those environments that facilitated it to happen. But but do we truly? Because if you look at depression, right? Depression, anxiety, um, I don't think there's a treatment for it. It's all temporary. It's all Band-Aids. Um, you can be it's not a cure. That's why it's not a cure. It's a treatment. Are you well, trying to say you could relapse from it, basically? No, no, not you could. Guaranteed. Guaranteed, if you if you're dealing with depression, bipolar, anything, mm-hmm. whatever medication you're on, uh, it could be Seroquel, uh, Clonopin, Zola, anything. Those only work for a temporary period of time, and then three, five, seven, eight years later, it stops working. You have to reevaluate and now try different meds to see which one is going to work. Mm-hmm. So there's always a relapse. Uh, well, I wouldn't call it a relapse. With depression, it's a little like a different. reevaluation. Yeah. 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 Um, so when you say we have treatments, that's why I'm wondering what is the actual uh, success rate? Because in my experience, it's been very small with the people I've seen throughout the last, let's say, 20, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the success rate has been very small, where they keep on bouncing back, mm-hmm. and part of it has to do with what you said earlier. It's now they don't have good credit, so they can't. They mm-hmm. can't rent an apartment. They can't get a job. Mm-hmm. They have a criminal gr- record, mm-hmm. even if it's minor, right? So they're Cards not... Cards pe- are decked against yeah, you. Everything is against you. Once and you're it, in the system... It, and it becomes like a domino effect yeah, in your life. Right. You're, you're done. So right. it's so hard. It's like a swamp. You can't climb out of this thing. And uh, no matter how much support you have, it becomes almost impossible. But I, I, I'd love to hear more of an optimistic view because, you know... But hold yeah, on. I isn't the support something where... You're saying as much support as you have. Do you think it is actual support, or do you think it's more of like what we were just talking about, where enabling? They, yeah, no, they just drop them off and say, 
well, well you know we'll pick that. you up at three o'clock i think <laughs> i think that's what's what where you relapse or mm-hmm. the domino effect comes into play whereas if there's an actual support system whether it's with family a spouse somebody who actually cares mm-hmm. i think you know it, it would it's, it would help man it helps but here's what i've learned and i've been that support system a couple of times over the years uh and unfortunately it it, it suckiest my, position my, to be in my my f- my really? my I, conclusion I, to I all of it was that. listen when you're ready you tell me because right. there's absolutely nothing i can do i could o- I've, I've offered them job, car, you name it, I've offered it mm-hmm. in any way I could assist, but not by enabling them, by not saying here's a thousand bucks. No, come work for me. Mm-hmm. You'll get paid. Not what you're supposed to get paid, less than that because you don't deserve full pay. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and here's a chance. And yeah, cha- and, and nothing worked. The, the only time it worked is one day approached me and said, look, I'm ready. Right. Even then, it was. But what, what, still would, what would motivate me to approach you if I'm no longer being enabled? Right. If the people around me are not right. giving me a car, giving me a place to live, if I'm if I'm stripped away from those cushions, mm-hmm. everything's then, taken away. Right. Then I one. have to. That's why they call it rock bottom, because you're like, I don't have a choice. I don't want to do this. I don't want to come work for you for ten dollars an hour. But at this point, I will. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's the power of enabling that people do it for a sense of their security. But to answer your question, I think I think the the recovery rate is based off of the maintenance so if you're going to be in in a place of like treat in a place of healing and in a place of like trying to stay sober you have to maintain it just like with anything if i want to be super healthy and fit and i go and i you know become a very fit uh i don't know fitness model right and i lose those habits i'm going to lose that result of course right so the maintenance is the biggest piece that maintains sobriety long term. Yeah. A lot of times when people get too comfortable, they get too confident as we do in anything. And we say, oh, I got this. I don't need to go to meetings anymore. I got mm-hmm. this. I don't need to continue addressing my depression or my anxiety. Right. What do we do? We fall back. Yeah. So the maintenance is ongoing, just like we continue to grow. We continue to develop. We t- continue to our, our development goes until we die. It doesn't stop at 25, 30, yeah. 40 years yeah. old. Right. Mm-hmm. So we need to continue keeping up with that. So when we don't, we start dropping these things off because we start doing well. We're like, oh, I got a good job now, or you know, I have a girlfriend now, or you know, these areas in my life are improving. I fall back on the things that worked for me, and I fall. Triggers happen. Yeah. My environmental stressors naturally pop up. Right. I lost that job. My girlfriend broke up with me. So I'm gonna go do what I know worked. I had a friend in high school. Um, I'm. I'm I, you remember? You remember we were talking about? I think I you. You as well. He was on Instagram, and I hadn't seen him in. Well, the guy was actually famous. Right? Ten years, I hadn't seen him, and then I all of a sudden I saw him pop up on IG, mm. and it wasn't him. Mm. But he was on Instagram, and he was going on rants, talking oh. to himself. You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know exactly. And I'm like looking at him. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, dude, what happened to you? And the guy's on a cell phone filming himself the first thing that that crossed my mind was who the freaking hell is paying for your cell phone bill right there that's that's enabling mm-hmm. right there Absolutely. that's number one he was oh my like i till today like i still go on ig i i try to see if there's any more videos that he's posted but he would i'm not joking you in that he would post 
13, 14 videos a day wow. of him just talking to himself, talking to a car. Yeah. And you were, you knew he was on something. Mm. And I sent it to mutual friends that we went to high school with. And I said, hey, have you seen XYZ? Mm-hmm. And they go, yeah. And I remember one of my friends said, did you watch his recent video where he was asking for pizza? She's like, mm-hmm. I went and bought pizza and I was looking for him Lord. at that intersection that he was at. And I'm like, because we don't know how to help. That's see, that's the thing. Where are his parents? Where is his family? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what happened. Right. I mean, obviously, I'm not part of his family, but you really just gave up on him that badly. Where you'll continue to pay his cell phone bill, let him go make a mm-hmm. fool of himself okay, online. Wait, 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 you say that that mom that's paying that cell phone bill. At least they want to hear their son, son's voice one or two no, times. No, man. No, no. That's not so, what you do. Okay, you okay, say that. As a parent, as no. a, it's not easy. None of it is easy. You but as a like parent, easy, when not. you when you want to hear your son's voice, the, what does that give you? That gives you a piece of comfort, right? It says, oh, "Okay, I know he's alive today." Right. Mm, that's it. So that yeah. soothes your anxiety. But this is why the family needs to have help because if you can address the fact that you have anxiety about the fact that you're afraid your son's on the streets and potentially going to die, now that's your own work that you need to do. Then now you, as a healthier human being, as a healthier role that's having a relationship with this person who's the addict, now have an influence on being able to change that. Hey, here's a carrot dangling in front of your face. That's a cell phone. You need that to make your deals. Probably. Right? Yeah, they need the... That now becomes a resource, that now becomes an incentive, that now becomes something that you could utilize to get you what you ultimately still want. You want your son to get better, but you don't do it because it soothes you. At the end of the day, you're not... Conditional love, kind of. That's not... not, Bro, that that keeps going around in a circle. We should have an episode on unconditional love. (laughs) We have have a therapist (laughs) to talk about. But see, no, see... How do you define that as unconditional love? See, what you were saying is... No, 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 no. What you were saying was exactly... You're basically giving your kid a phone. You're you're giving him service. You're giving him Mm -hmm. internet access where he'll sit on the corner of... Brand and whatever it is, collect thirty dollars, <laughs> uh-huh. and then what does he do? Who's on speed dial? Your dealer. His dealer, obviously, bro. So, as a parent, like you say, you were saying, oh, she wants to hear his voice. No, you were doing the worst thing possible for your kid. So, what would you do? Just completely disown him? No, you don't send disown him. You try to, you try to do whatever you can. To and send them to, send them to send multiple to rehabs. Send them to Where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line? By the um, way, Ari also means brave. D- does it? According to Ari. In what language? Yeah. Armenian. Yeah. Ari means kaj. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that does, oh, well, I learned something. Ari means kaj? Yeah. I thought I, I kaj was kaj. Oh, that's even that. more beautiful. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, thanks for whoever See, Haru says unconditional love does not... Uh, look, Does I, not have to do with yeah, it? Yeah, we've, no, no. we've, we've talked oh. about this. Because there's, because there's always this. a condition. It does not exist. Unconditional no, we've love. talked about this. I mean, it, we, we've brought some healthy. crazy stuff. Unconditional up on love is healthy. Conditioned love is not healthy. No, 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 no. What we're saying is unconditional love does not exist. And wow. I'm saying it exists. No, really? I say it exists. No such thing. I feel so you sorry say, to hear you say that. You think unconditional love does not exist? No, I say it exists. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? I, I absolutely. I believe it exists. I don't believe everybody's okay, experienced hold on. it. Okay. I, Would you love? You find a significant other, mm-hmm. you fall in love, mm-hmm. you get married. Mm-hmm. Would you love that person unconditionally? 
Yeah. Okay. See, Nari so has the best that's solution. The plan. That's the plan, right? Yeah. So that no, see exactly right there. You uh -huh. just said it. That's the plan. Yeah. Let's say you do get married. He becomes an abusive alcoholic spouse, mm -hmm. and he goes and cheats on you. So that's, multiple times. That's not a condition of my love for him. Well, I mean, do you continue to love somebody that's abusive? Alcoholic cheats on you. I mean, that becomes no, a condition. Because, no, because my love is is. Who did you fall in love with? My well, love is it, is the is person <laughs> who reciprocates <laughs> is the relationship that who reciprocates that for me. Unconditional love means I love you without these limitations, and those come with. That's why it's 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 um, it's particular to every person and their relationships, right? What you consider unconditional love with your partner may be different from what I consider it with my partner, right? For me, it might be acceptable to let a partner be abusive for me. For you, it may not be acceptable. Right, but, right? Th but there has to be... A limit. So your a conditions, it's not conditions. I think you're mixing it up with boundaries. It's a contingency. It's a contingency, yeah, basically. Yeah, but uh, let's... Damn let's, real estate agents. No, let's no, no, take, no, no, no. That's no, no. Let's, take, ask the let's take the children's perspective, right? Like no, you a children's have, perspective is different because we've talked about this yeah. before. A child is... is as it's pure not, as yeah, as pure <laughs> as it comes, and they not, don't know any better. But if my child, let, let me—I mean, no, we're your gonna, child's forty years old. We're going to extremes. Your child's if my an child, adult now. If my child's an adult, forty years old, and goes and kills my wife, you mm -hmm. think I'm going to love that child unconditionally? Oh, you're not your child, but you're okay. Your child. You're not. You. She just. She basically just killed my love. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not justifying it. Wrong act by all means. Yeah. But you at the end of the child. day, it's still your child. That you you try and tell me that's the same example that you gave us. That's the same example you said. The child, the mom that wants to still call and and and, no, no. and check up no, on that kid. Of course that is. Of course that is no. because that's okay. the same parent that Let's, says regardless of what you're doing, here's the thing. I still love Michael, you. Michael, you're not getting a shout out. Yeah, shout you're out. not. Michael. You're <laughs> not getting it. What do you think you are, Ast yeah. Astor? Fool us <laughs> once. Shame on. Who? Shame on you! Shame on you! Foolish <laughs> twice! Shame, shame on, on me! Yeah. But <laughs> it's not happening, Michael. See, it's it's you can go into extremes with this, and obviously, a lot of these can we go, go condition? Go into no, 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 no. These conditions or unconditions or contingencies can be extreme, right? But it's still a condition. You're mixing it up with boundaries. I think it's the same thing. Can I ask you guys a question? If you're, yeah. if yeah, Arno. All of us have 18-year-old daughter or son. It doesn't matter. 18-year-old mm -hmm. kid comes home. Dad, I got two bodies in the car. Mm -hmm. Hide them. Uh, you're either helping me hide the bodies mm -hmm. or you're turning me in. Mm -hmm. What do you do, Armand? It's hypothetical. We don't have 18-year-olds. None of us do. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to hide it. Then I'm going to figure out what the hell I'm doing with the kid. The, the kid. kid. But you're not turning uh, the kid in. No. No, you don't turn the kid you? in. You hide them without a doubt. Yeah, you yeah. don't. Yeah, you hide. So it. that's that's pretty right. much uncomfortable. Okay, so, so my values. Hold on, hold on. Right, no, my no. values and my ethics tell me that's wrong. Right? How dare yeah. my child that I've raised Correct. go do this? Right? Exactly. That's against my values yeah. and my no, ethics. None of you want to see any right? murdering happen, right? It's wrong. I don't accept it. But uh, from I don't child, not love you because you've done I know, that. I get it. Here's the thing. I don't think you do. That's that's a different type of condition. Whereas a, ba see, a boundary, you you you, you, you no, ground no. them for you know. We've been having different years of condition. I've been what talking I'm, to you know, these hold on, two hold on. for what the last what I'm three years about. Here's the thing. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, your kid fucked up. He he comes home. He killed somebody. You hide the body. Yeah, 
Now you're basically an accomplice in a possible well, yeah, murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. And you're, then have like Ahmed. Armand said, take yeah. him to our flying tour. Well, no. Yeah. Ahmed will hook you up to a trip to North what Korea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, it's a lot safer than Armenia. See, when I, <laughs> what I say is when you go to the extremes, uh, like you have, have a nuclear energy power. That's you have an 18 year old kid who decided to become a murderer. No, not a murderer. Decided to be a prostitute. <laughs> okay. And do drugs. <laughs> okay. And whatever. Who is it? Who is it? Armand says, take your kid to Armenia and let him dispatch there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. And send the, send the money to you as punishment. You know, but uh, not not to disrupt your thought, but you know one of the things that's so kids. popular that I've been nah, hearing? In, it's, uh, in our community of addicts, they go to Armenia and they end up shooting up gasoline. What? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's a very huge common thing Armenia. that's happening here. That anyone here? Gasoline? Yeah, straight in Armenia, it's diesel. very common from the 70s on. Yeah. Isn't diesel more expensive in Armenia than here? I don't know. I didn't check prices, but I know At least go to Qatar or, or somewhere. Most, where most of the Soviet Union cars are run on diesel. So that's no, why are they run off like propane or something? <laughs> <laughs> it is propane. Yeah, is it propane? It's absolutely right. Yeah, they're on propane. Yeah. More than Soviet cars, yeah. yeah there's, no, a, no, there's, a giant, there's a giant oh, propane okay. tank in the back yeah. of the car where it's like, if you're rear-ended, yes, well... Yes, you're, you're done. You're done. <laughs> Not basically. only can you light up your barbecue grill, you can also run <laughs> your 006. Oh, wait, there's more! <laughs> or your 24. <laughs> your 24. Oh, my goodness. Oh, but, yeah, that's, that's quite a um, oof, right? Yeah. I, I, we've seen in my community. Okay, I'm sorry. I just want to at least hear you out about this unconditional yeah, I, I, thing. I, I just, I'm it's, it's, there's certain, obviously, conditions where it just crosses the line to the point where you say, this is not my child or this is not somebody I can I can love. At, at what point? Mm. At what point do you cross, do you draw the line and say, dude, no, this is, this is okay. not okay anymore. So this anymore. is the thing. I think... I think what it is, it's not like your love doesn't become any less for that person. You still love them, right? It, but it hurts. So you, you draw a limit that says, I'm no longer having a relationship with you. I still love you as, let's say, you're the spouse that was beating me, right? That was abusive. Okay. I may still have love for you. This is why it's really difficult for people to get out of abusive relationships. It's I still love you, but in this hypothetical <laughs> story, he does. Yeah, but I'm, I'm no longer allowing this to happen i'm no longer allowing myself to love you no i may still love you i could still want to be with you oh. right but that that behavior is not acceptable anymore so, so what do you do you just say i not... love you but you know what don't do it anymore i love you but i'm leaving is, okay is there ever a See, time where you that's would be the best way to do hold on is there oh. ever a time that's where you don't leave those relationships you'd be okay with your adult child actually spending time in jail prison would i be yes. okay with yes. it I don't think it would sit well with me. Okay. But but for what situation would but you be? I you, think, you think that, that would if, be well deserved. I think that if they were leading a lifestyle or if they made decisions that led them in that place, mm -hmm. I would not want that and I would not choose that for them. But if they had to experience that discomfort, that tension to be able to stretch, to be able to grow and understand and learn from that, we can't protect our loved ones and be like these hovering sort of guardian angels and, and guard them from things, right? That doesn't sure. do them any good, whether it's our parents, whether it's our kids, whether it's our spouses, whoever yeah. it may be. We have to allow, this is what we don't do in our community. We have to allow some margin, right? We have to allow some room to say, it's okay, you can mess up. Hopefully you don't kill anybody, but you can mess yeah. up. Yes. Maybe you land in jail. Maybe you really fucked up, right? Yeah. But I don't not love you any less. I don't 
I'm not going to hold it against you, right? I'm not going to not gonna support you. I'm going to I'm going to maybe have a consequence. Degree. But see, I may have a consequence, but that doesn't mean that now you're a lost shot. Now I have to hide things. Now, you know what I mean? It's okay. You're not disowned. When we don't point. function in these sense of margins, we have so much pressure. That's why we see people going, I, I messed up one time, whatever mm. it is. I did drugs. I went to jail. Whatever it is that I did, right? That I'm not proud of already. Okay. And Our now community I, doesn't accept It doesn't allow it. It no, doesn't they don't allow it. Well, forget that. about the community. Human Humans, nature. but what especially what, our what, community. Right. It, it, it's like... Yes, I agree with you. You cannot, I cannot want something for Ed more than he wants it for himself. Right. Same thing with my wife, same thing with my every, kids. Every, right. I can't want my kid to go to, to get straight A's or go to whatever, UCLA more than he, he wants does. to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that's just impossible. Unless I go for him, then it's, it's impossible. Um, so, like what's her face? Uh-huh. <laughs> recently that, that celebrity uh-huh. but but my point is like what we're trying to say about the conditions and unconditioned is th- th- there's always a breaking point with everything and everyone in life and to except for each children, of us except for children no children are no longer children when they're they have their own children they're no longer children they're mm, you know if they if that. they're capable of if that. they're capable of making life decisions there, at that point, that bro, becomes a condition. Listen, there bro, is a condition yes, involved. There. There's like today's world, four-year-olds make that decision. <laughs> what do you mean children <laughs> no. are not children until they have babies? Oh, say don't again? say babies. Like children. my three-year-old. Okay. That's a baby. I, by the way. I, my three-year-old, I love her unconditionally <laughs> okay. right she's now. Right. Why? Because she's, she's a three-year-old. She's capable of making decisions yeah. to alter she, that. Yeah. She wakes up in the middle of the night. She'll come to bed. I'll, you know, I'll be like, okay, you know what? Eileen, you know, we'll talk to her and all that stuff, but it's something where she doesn't know any better. She doesn't know that, for example, life is a certain way. Whereas when my daughter turns 18, 19, 20 years old, there are decisions that she might make that as a father, I might not be happy about. Happy about. Mm-hmm. Now, there, some of the decisions might be something where you can kind of brush it off and be like, you know what, it's my daughter, I'll support her. Like the whole, I'll be, you know, I'll, I'll be I'll, an accomplice. I'll, I'll be an accomplice, <laughs> and I'll hide the bodies with you. Uh-huh. But there are certain things in life where, if they take place, and I don't even want to talk about it, mm-hmm. no, no, no. What? As in, like, there, there's. I don't love you anymore. You can't. What? You don't love them anymore. You can't. There's certain <laughs> things you just they're, 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 you can't so say incomplete. that, bro. Yeah, I don't even want to talk. It. There's yes, I understand. Yes, yes. And, your mind can go the, down the hence, rabbit hole. But. Yeah, hence the reason why that becomes a condition. Okay, but you think. You think by having those conditions, it's going to prevent your daughter from doing these unfathomable things? No. No. Of course not, right? So having that unconditional love, what does that do? Let's just say for you as a parent, right? What does that do is it allows your child, when they do do something that they're not proud of, to be able to come to you for your guidance, for your help. But if I think, if I think my dad's going to kill me if he knows I did this thing, you're the last person I'm going to come to. And as a parent, mm-hmm. as a loved one, you want to be the person that someone comes and says, hey, this right. happened. I'm not happy about it. Can you help me? I know you're upset at me. I know you're going to probably kill me. Absolutely. Right? right. So that's what the difference of what conditional versus unconditional love does is it allows that portal for that connection. I just needed a professional <laughs> to come in and, and that, explain that to ability you guys. To that, say, that part I agree with. But again, the whole... Uh, Condition, uncondition, I think everything. It in says life, it. The def, yeah. the, wor- the the meaning of it is in the de- yeah. in the word itself, unconditional. 
there is if there's a condition, it basically defeats the purpose of the of the word. It's Only thing, like I've always said, unconditional love towards your children is very possible. Yeah, you can't. Other than here's that, the thing, you other, can't. Like, look, m- mother, wife, father, cousins. Mm-hmm. You could okay. You could say there's no unconditional love, but towards your own children, I've always said mm-hmm. there is unconditional. But love. your relationship, the 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 metric or the the value of your relationship, isn't always contingent on that love. I could really love somebody a lot. And have a very distant relationship with them, mm-hmm, yeah. right? I don't want you involved. You may not be healthy. You may be dysfunctional. You may be too costly for me to have a relationship with you. But I love. I still have love for you. I still want good for you, yeah. right? But it's better for me to be dif- distant from you. See, every time we have this unconditional love talk, <laughs> it goes <laughs> into it goes yeah. into our kids, our kids, yeah. our kids. But. When somebody is yeah, but I don't have kids, and no, I experience unconditional love. I know, love. but see what here's the thing: when you're when you when I go to a wedding and somebody says, "Oh, I love you unconditionally," I go, oh, "Bullshit, bullshit!" And you just said you said, "Oh God," <laughs> you just said, you know what "Oh you should God." Do? You should put go out, go on stage, ask the DJ for the mic. I don't say, believe in marriage. That's you guys mind if no. I share a story? <laughs> Watch how quickly. <laughs> Watch how quickly the groom would be like this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not even the groom, the bride. Maybe even the bride. <laughs> hey, Boo Boo, you want me to share a story? See, like you have to go to, <laughs> you, you obviously have to go to the extremes. Like pick, picture this. And we're not going to get to kids. Husband and wife are getting married. All of a sudden, a story breaks out during the wedding where the, where the best man slept with the bride uh-huh. a night ago. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Remember that story? Yeah. Do you think that Basically, those vows that they were reading to each other saying, I love you unconditionally. Do you think they would unconditionally love each other? Yeah. Right? There's a condition. If, if your wife or your husband was banging your best man or the <laughs> maid of honor or whoever the hell it was uh, two nights before your own wedding, mm-hmm. if that ain't a condition, I don't know what the fuck is a condition. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's why we relationship. That's uh, <laughs> there you so, go. But, but, but all th- look, you keep on bringing up children. Yeah. But, you know, but, but you know, technically speaking, okay. The your ultimate love is f- towards your partner, not your kids. I don't think because your kids, mm. look, your kids are that's a beautiful thing. Your to kids say. are born from you, right? Yes. From well, you're both you're, of you. Of you these these days, <laughs> some some facet. So, yeah. yeah, let's just say women do more of the work. Yes, well, just a little bit. <coughs> so Much more of the work. Okay, so they're born from you you two right you uh, a man it's and woman part of you. yeah a, a man of you, and woman uh-huh. create that 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 child that human being just like all of us were created most magical so, thing in the world yes now your kids and remember we even talked about this with stepan when yes. stepan said your parents are not your family mm-hmm. your siblings are no longer your, you're not they're not your family your family right now is your wife and kids or your husband and kids your mm-hmm. not your family right? of origin but your correct adult family so yes mm-hmm. and Look, and I deal with, and I deal with people at the end of life. I've been doing this for many, many years. Who do I see bedside most of the time? The spouse, if they're alive, right? And if they're not, then sometimes the kids depends on the relationship they had with the kids or the new wife. Sorry. Or yeah, possibly, (laughs) depending on how rich he or she is. The younger depends depends who the patient. But my point is, ultimately. Your your spouse is going to be the one holding your hand in your deathbed. Yeah. Your kids may one of them may be living in Florida, one in Jamaica, one in North, North Korea. Korea. 
you have no idea who they're going to wed, what, how their life is going to turn out. You have no control over it. You have influence, but no control. Remember when Joan Rivers said, Joan Rivers, you know, God rest her soul, she was one of the biggest stars as far as interviewing the stars on the red carpet. Yes. She traveled the world. She went to probably all 100 and some countries. And the one thing she wasn't able to take away from all that, she was, she said, I was never able to share it with somebody mm. and in and have memories for it. Mm-hmm. Which goes back to what you were saying. Like basically, the person who's next to you majority mm. of the time is the significant other. I it, mean, it, it, it is. And that's why to me, if if even that love has quote-unquote conditions, mm-hmm. your love for your children... I, look, my, my, my mom always says, you're always going to be my child. I understand. Fine. That's all. Which is it true or not? Yes, but... Yeah, but think of reverse that. Do you that. not like, see the smile on your mom's face just looking but think at you of, with look, your you're, family? You're the, the child, right? Just how you're thinking about your kids. You're the child to your parents, right? Yeah. And your parents show you, hopefully, some some variation of unconditional love, right. too, right? Mm-hmm. So on the receiving end of it, I think it's easier to comprehend on the receiving end of it. Like, if I do these things that my parents are not happy about or proud about, do they still love me? Do they still support me? Do Are they still there for me? Is that Am I pushing this boundary to the edge and they're still there, right? That's the, the, unconditional the love. The answer would be yes, but especially with my mom, but I, I, I don't. I actually don't, honestly, I don't, I <laughs> never have wanted that, nor have I ever cared for that because uh, I I had more of a, th- uh, what's the word, um, like uh, I felt more respect towards my dad as far as I had to answer to him versus my mom, even mm-hmm. though my mom probably qualified more of the unconditional love than my dad did mm-hmm. because to me, that knowing that my dad has limits and he his expectations and standards are higher mm-hmm. actually made me the man that I am versus my mom thinking, oh, my mom will love me no matter what. Mm-hmm. I kind of been a fuck up. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of kids I grew up with are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so to me, that's why I, I, I don't necessarily appreciate that and value that as much as maybe hmm. other people do. Because to me, the standards and, and same thing with my boys. I have two boys. I, I love them like crazy, but they like they just they can't really mess around uh, as far as I try to be an example. But at the same time, they can't mess around thinking, well, dad loves me unconditionally. They could, they'll they probably get that from my wife, from their mom. Unconditional love but, is not excusable, though. But, but for me, there's they have to know that, listen, you can't. Yes, you're going to fuck up in life, mm-hmm. but you can't fuck up to a degree where you can't fix it at that point. They have you know, daddy to fix it, bro. No, no, that is not a so fixer. The the idea of being able to see like I don't want you to mess up, and if or when you do mess up, I want you to come to me to help you with it. Right. Right. That's what that bedrock does and gives you. It doesn't matter if it's a kid, if they're young, if they're boys or girls, right? But that bedrock is essentially your father gave you a shorter, uh, more limitations, Correct. more boundaries, mm-hmm. right? That says you can't pass this or else it's you're put that boundary gets pushed and there is a risk. I may not support you. I may, yeah. I'll be angry at you or I'll take something from you, right? The reward factor, it's too costly to disappoint your father as opposed to, as opposed to disappointing your mother, mm-hmm. right? So you have more closeness with your mother and you have 
more desire to attain that relationship from your father. So you have more desire to want to win his quote love, right? Because, Approval. right, because yeah. it's limited. It's, ah, if I'm, I don't know when I'm going to mess up. I don't know when I'm going to lose it. But, but, that, but to me, as a man, that's what makes you who you are, I think. I may be wrong. Like, I, I wouldn't want to be able to go to my dad right now at 41 and say, hey, dad, uh, I really messed up. I lost my business, my house, my yeah. everything. And he's like, oh, don't worry, son. Um, so, no, it's we'll, not about don't we'll worry. It no, it's like, not about. No, bring no, your, no. Bring, Papa John. Bring, your, bring your wife and kids huh. and live with <laughs> <your> <laughs> thing. Like, I have That's to. Enabling. I have to feel that no, I can't. It's there not are about, certain things it's not I can't about go allowing anymore, it. You know? It's not about allowing it. It's about. It's about. Um, it's about supporting you so that I can help you fix it. It's not, oh, it's okay. It's not a big deal, but it's, I'm still going to, I'm still going to tell you that that wasn't a good idea or what you did wrong or what you could have done yeah. better. Right. I could still be very assertive. I could still be not a pleasant discussion to have with you, but it doesn't, unconditional love is not like a cozy teddy bear. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, it's not like, a, I, oh, boy, I, it's I just, okay. no, I, it's I just know if I'm in, I'm in, I'm in trouble these days. Obviously, he calls his attorney instead of his dad. <laughs> no, what could honestly, like, what could my parent do for me? Nothing. What, what are they There's do? nothing they can't still give except, you a nice hug, bro. Except worry and lose sleep, and then end up, you know, yeah, stressing the, out for no reason. Yeah, what, what can they possibly do? For? Absolutely nothing. Right, but you would still go to them. No, I wouldn't because it would be if 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 you can't offer me a solution, why am I going to put you in the stressful mental state and mm -hmm. for you to lose sleep and for for what but do, you wouldn't be like chess bots no, you wouldn't no. be open about you it you do that with no. your significant other yeah. like if there's certain things well, that I'll happen to you or somebody or yeah, else that <laughs> yeah no seriously like, like, in, uh, like in our yeah. household if something happens at the office or something happens work related or even life related where it bugs me if i'm gonna open up to somebody it's gonna be the person who sleeps next to me right. it's my wife i'm gonna go you know what that's x y and z happen yeah of yeah, course yeah I mean, it's not like I'm going to run to my mom and dad like, Mom, Dad, you know what happened no, at work today? No, no that's a normal, yeah. Yeah. that's a healthy relationship. Yeah, of course. You talk yeah. to each other. And, you know, I mean, we were going from, we went from like yeah. unconditional love yeah. to therapy sessions <laughs> with our relationship. Now it sounds like I've, well, I've been abused yeah. as a dad child is. by my dad. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the next thing you know, are we going to be, insecurities <laughs> in that relationship. He, he, oh, he, oh, he hit me with a closed fist. <laughs> I didn't do this. That was all voluntary disclosure. <laughs> My, you know how kids grew up idolizing Michael Jordan and whoever else. I idolized my dad. So anybody that doesn't yeah. know my dad or me, don't don't no, I mean, <laughs> don't, don't knock it. Okay? Very yeah. clear. But yeah. but to me that's always been like uh, I don't know. I think there has to be certain with everything. There has to be boundaries. There has to be limitations. Right. right. Even even with your own spouse, with your it doesn't matter your business. Things just can't be well. Oh, I'm just a big, you know, fluffy teddy bear, and we mm. talk about anything, we say anything. Can't be that way. There, there's going to come a point where it's going to bite you in the ass. You have to, I don't know, you have to have structure in everything. 100%. Right? Yeah. But but I'm a big fan of structure. What I'm a do big I fan know? Of but see, you, you, you said something. Was, a lot of people were jumping on this and were commenting. I mean, mm -hmm. we're, guys, we're trying to get, we'll get to as many of your comments as we can. I know we we're going on a rant, but you said you don't believe in marriage. Mm. See, Hector says personally, I go to my I, I don't I don't know. go to my mom. Uh -huh. I go to my wife for love and support. That's of course, wonderful. hell, hell That's yeah, beautiful. of course we do. Some of us don't have that option. Yes, <laughs> which I mean leads to the top. I mean, you said you don't believe, I don't in, believe in marriage. Yeah, see, I personally don't believe in it. I think that I I fall under I subscribe under that um, belief that I think marriage is more for legal 
and for a formality. Okay, so wait, let's backtrack then. Mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right. It is that. It is basically well, okay. But let's clarify what you mean. Uh, yeah, you mean like on paper. You don't mean that. Yeah, I think that it, the the purpose of marriage, the history of marriage, is mm-hmm. developed as a form of like for legal purposes. Okay, it was it was developed as a form of establishing households that will agree to to help themselves financially so or within creating a legal contract basically yeah. between up to two the IRS needs something for me now they can go yeah. after my wife. Right. So okay, do you do you <laughs> be, do you believe in living your life with one person and sharing your life and memories and having children and traveling? Are you talking about monogamy? Yeah. That's not contingent upon it, but I I believe in are you all staring at me? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I heard monogamy is well, in no, question. It's, it's not a contingency. Um, no, listen. I think that marriage. All of a sudden, itself, that has a contingency. <laughs> that has a condition. Jeez. Listen, but, marriage but con- unconditional? can be. I believe <laughs> in. I believe everything. in domestic partnership. For mm, me, okay. right? It's not for everybody, but I believe that you can have a monogamous domestic partnership. I personally that would desire marriages. Well, marriage is is on a, is on paper. Yeah, it's just more. It's marriage Things. without papers. You guys give it special names, monogamy. Yeah. Okay. So shit. you're you're, you're, you're married, monogamous you're... In, a, in a domestic partnership, right? But you don't always have to be. You can have a domestic partnership and not be monogamous with that person. You can have an open relationship. Right. Right. So yeah. that exists as well. Yeah. But people I oftentimes, don't know it, that, but I've I've heard of people. People that oftentimes confuse oh a a domestic <laughs> partnership with it also being an open relationship. That's why people think, oh, if you don't get married, there's a chance your partner can cheat. That's the misconception about domestic partnerships. But there's nothing that strips away your partner's ability to be dishonest or to do something out of these boundaries of the relationship that wouldn't happen just because you got married. Well, of course I don't not. think I, I think people have a very strong misconception that the the layer of the of the component of marriage protects them and shields them from these things are well, less likely a, to it's happen. It's not a corporate veil. Yeah. I mean, we've we've had this conversation, but it's not, and so that's why I don't believe in it. I don't believe in the the pools and the the the. I don't think anyone here is going to blame you for it's not just, trusting the it's structure. Not, well, yeah, no, some, some people are. Some people think we're all three. We're all married men, bro. Well, some people are wondering how can you give marital advice if you don't. Yeah, but in I don't marriage. have to be in a marriage to be able to give. First of all, we don't give advice. Or one, but I don't have to be in a marriage to be able to understand. A, a marriage is a relationship. We just right. call it a different thing, right? Yeah. I don't have to be able to have been in a traumatic event to be able to understand or treat your trauma, right? I don't have to experience the same. How do you get people to open up to you? That's what I don't understand. How? Yes. You build rapport with them, so you. So it takes time. It does, but I think it, a lot of it has to do with your chemistry with people, right? If you somebody feels comfortable with you, you you don't go into well, tell me exactly what your mom and dad did to you, right? <laughs> You build a little rapport, you ease into it, you establish a little bit of let me get to know you, let me get to know a little bit about your life, what's bothering you right now maybe that's led you to want to come into wanting to see somebody and have therapy, right? So you kind of like Have you ever had someone that you're trying to help help you while you're... Absolutely, absolutely. I I don't ever say it because I think it's like that area of self-disclosure just like throws them off yeah. so they don't need to know that but it is a pretty <laughs> yeah. crazy but yeah, i'm sure there's awesome. that conversation in your household has happened like when are you getting married when are you settling oh, down god yeah no way. i mean no. thankfully like, Good morning every morning she has to hear <laughs> no, that probably no. <laughs> like, thankfully day. it's died down because i think my family has just learned to accept it 
accept it and has 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 heard my answers enough and has learned to also value the other parts of me that are not just my marriage you know of course i would want to have a a loving relationship i would want to share my life and my experiences with a partner yeah great yeah. but i'm not my life isn't contingent upon that happening i'm not waiting to start my life before that happens so this is what i'm doing anyway i'm occupying myself with these things anyway and if someone wants to be part of that and is in line with my lifestyle and my values and my 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 you know your travel plans all of my plans yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then then, then, then sure great. would you great. consider any of those a contingency travel plans like someone, someone you you decide to settle no. down. Someone you it decide to settle down. Oh, with. I think at the end of the night we're gonna just start just. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Marry you off by tomorrow morning. Or <laughs> like something. somebody, somebody you decide no. to settle down with. Uh-huh. Doesn't uh huh. Doesn't want to do these things. No, 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 no. I'm saying in the first couple of years they decide to do everything that you guys are sure. planning on doing, and the whole "I love you" and "You love me" and "I love you" unconditionally comes out, and then all of a sudden you say that like you don't do that with your wife. And then, and then uh, about been doing it for no, twenty-two years, and then, and then about five years or about two years later, they don't want to do it anymore. They don't want to do. Okay. You, you say, you know what? I think I want to go to Singapore today or next week. And then you say, you know what? I don't want to travel anymore. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You don't have to come with me, but you can't keep me from going. You're not allowed to go. That's a whole nother problem. You see what I mean? Yeah. Shit, like stuff yeah, starts happening. Look, this is the the stuff that you're talking about is in independence within your relationship. This is another reason why I don't believe in the formality of marriage. Is marriage binds you in a way that people think that's one person, but we can be independent. In the mic. Oh, sorry, <laughs> we can go. be independent within our relationships because I talk with my hands a lot, okay. uh, and all, I keep knocking. All therapists over. do. Believe I, me. I, I love to as well. That's why I just. Yeah, that's that's a, a good option. We, we um, cross our hands. <laughs> I just feel like I'm praying over here a little bit, but um, we can be independent within our relationship, right? You don't want to come with me. That's fine, but you can't hold me against going. It's but, like me getting mad at you for not coming with me. That's why you're not getting married, right? Because it says bar me bar tzitzerana. Well, but if you bring no, up that point, then tzitzerana. I don't have anything against that. But you, can, I can't. You we do, can't always me bar be. It means you're gonna go through the you're gonna worst all together. Yes, but by me doing things separate from you or you doing things separate from me doesn't mean that it's causing an fraction in our relationship. It doesn't mean that it's um, it's causing. A, it's it's risky and it's causing a gap in the relationship. People see gaps in the relationship as a threat. It's not a threat. Well, hopefully, you discuss these things before you get married, yeah. right? And obviously, or even yeah, but you what if that changes? Change. What if this twenty years yeah. later, what I what I agreed to do with my partner, I don't right. want to do with yeah. my partner anymore. Or my partner decides to want to go skydiving. I don't want to do that anymore, right? Am I bad partner for not going with no. them? No, but certain no. things, certain things will affect the relationship okay my like partner wants to open traveling. a business let's say my partner wants to open a business mm -hmm. and sink all of our money into this no, right that's, that's stupidity but I, but as <laughs> yeah. far no, as no this probably <laughs> happens let, let, a lot honey honey let's pull let's pull all eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars worth of equity from our house and put it into i got an idea yeah. hot chicken <laughs> <laughs> i saw this thing on shark tank I can I swear, Mark, you I promise you, this probably happens a lot. Of course it does. Right? But the, Let's but open the up a hot chicken spot. Up for it. <laughs> Call it Howlin' Dave's Blazing Chicken There's Wings. There's between oh, Alameda and Elm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On There's San Fernando. Six over there. <laughs> so, so what the question I'm getting to is because Melina asks, she goes, uh, so what happens when a person you gave your unconditional love to strips you of what you got? And that's, you know, sometimes people talk about, well, mm -hmm. you know, he or she has been broken and they have a broken heart and whatnot. Mm -hmm. How many of these unconditional, you know, loves do you have that somebody can break and 
you can offer it to the next person again. Uh, is it th- does it become less and like less the every time? Of it? No, no. Does it like if somebody's been through, let's say, two divorces, are they more hesitant to get married a third time? And when I say again, marriage, it doesn't necessarily mean on paper. It mm. just means a relationship. Yeah, that two is a part type of we're gonna live together. We're gonna do everything together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna give you half my shit. <laughs> That's portion is why Anit didn't want to go into there. <laughs> well, do you become more hesitant afterwards? And then is your love now being less of your love is being offered refined. because you have walls up? Or I mean, how does how does that work in your opinion? Look, I think that there's those like um, um, those people who just perpetual sort of like daters or, or marriage or what you call those, I don't know. People who like don't mind and, and, and are happy and fine with getting married four or five times, right? They don't see that as a issue as some others would, right? They don't see divorce as a Big problem, deal. right? Yeah. They just see that as natural state of, of, of change of relationships, right? But that person will have the same thing in other relationships right. too. That's Their what I mean. It has to come it ha- it, it's about yourself. So if my value system is one that allows somebody... Why are you shaking your head so much at this? Oh, sorry. No, no, no I'm not... I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, Sometimes we, why are you disagreeing so much? Um, no, no, no. If, no I'm, not, my, I'm not disagreeing with you. Sorry. sorry. I, no, I, if, if my value system... Like the question that you're answering is yeah. my value system is allowing somebody to deplete me so much of myself, right? And my... What I'm willing to give that boundary that I have is so... It, it's, it's, it's continuously being like pushed. Then that's not fair to me. To be mm-hmm. dishing so much out to somebody else, and then me being why left not? Out. There shouldn't be any conditions, though. It's it's not about it being a condition or not. It's about centering yourself, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm not if I'm not taking responsibility and accountability for how much, if I'm giving a lot to you, then I'm I'm accountable for that. I'm responsible yeah. for that. So if I'm giving more than I can to you, I, I'm not going to expect you to say, "Hey, stop. That's too much." That yeah. almost will never happen. Right. I have to be able to be the one that says, all right, you know what? I'm giving you more than I can. I'm put I'm pouring out of an empty cup at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. So but you, no other person is going to recognize that. Do you always expect the same or relatively close amount in return as far as love? It's goes? what you're OK with. Okay. It's what so it could I'm be OK less, with. But it could be less. It could okay be equal. It. It yeah. could, you know what I mean? But for me, I I I think that personally it has to be. It has to be based on what I'm areas of which I'm willing to give and I'm okay with and areas of which I'm it's it's your roles, right? Like how much of it do I want to play a more feminine role? How much of it do I want to play more of a role of leadership? How much of it do I want to take the back seat and let my partner do, mm-hmm. right? So that has to be worked out. That's when people get into these flash marriages, they don't have a chance to even work through that. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then they're surprised that it didn't work out nine we should, months later. We should ask J Lo, how many marriages has she been through? Six? Five? <laughs> I lost count. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't even know a couple. I know, but I don't know. I think I just. I'm not personally. I don't need that title to do me anything. Yeah. I think by not having that title, contrary to that safety, yeah, it's, it it keeps you in the game. You're on your toes, and you have. There's the door. But you're open you, to you a family leave? one day. You know what else keeps them on their toes? Sure. Make sure you got the Tinder app 
always on. Swiping right. You know, you know, actually, actually, I'm still in demand. Lord, listen, with open relationships, people are less likely to to be using that open open door policy. No, I'm serious. But when you can't do it, it's when you can't do it. Yeah. You left it's right. like everything it's else like me right. look i can buy bugatti but am i buying a bugatti no no rams do <laughs> rams do i don't know if i to answer your question i personally i know this is not very like feminine in me but i don't give a shit i personally don't want to be pregnant i think yes it's, be- it's a miracle but it's just kind of isn't that selfishness like the, yeah but i have the right to be that selfish i yeah, would be the one to experience well, that but that's it's better for yeah. her not to to be upfront with that than People get married and then they find out. They well, have yeah. kids and then they don't want to take care of the kids. That's well, different. That, well, that's even I don't worse, mind taking but. care of kids. I would love to have the role as a mom one day. I just don't really see myself going through that physical experience mm. of like being. Ah, pre- it's not desirable. So you, for me. you I don't would dream about you it. You would adopt, but you wouldn't physically no, have surrogate. Mo- surrogate. surrogate yeah. I would adopt. Yeah, I would. I would take alternative measures. So you want the role. You want to be a mom, but you don't want to yeah. go through the process of being a. Mom. And I'm not crazy about the mom thing either. I'm not like I've never dreamt of having a wedding. I've never dreamt of having a family. I'm not like that. This doesn't excite me really. I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. That's fine. So no, it's great you know, that you know we that. accept all that. It's that's great, great. That yeah. You know I mean, that. I know it's yeah. different. I know that that's different. No. The role of a mom might be more. I might have more capacity for it when I have more of that space and that time and that luxury because yeah. I find it to be such a privilege to be a parent, um, and I would want to really be as hands on as I can. I've seen parents who have kids and really struggle with being able to provide and have the time and and like be with their kids genuinely think, be with their do kids do you think right? it's it's maybe fear on, i feel like a fucking therapist mm. do you think it's maybe fear on your behalf as being able to not being able to provide for the kid not being able to spend enough time with the kid it's the time for me because my time is we so have stretched. a volunteer shant wants to carry your baby for you shant wants yeah, to carry my baby how is he gonna do that he's a modern day man shant gonna carry the baby shant you figure out a way and you can have As my a, eggs all right if Biden can be president, Sean can carry oh. a baby, baby, okay? Yeah, sure. Sean, as, as okay, well, I, I stand corrected. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, Vegan Sepilian was here. Sean, yeah. do you have a uterus? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have a uterus, you cannot I'm sure Vegan Sepilian can figure out a way to make that happen. Definitely. They, they, uh, Andre Jan, we're not knocking Dave's, by the way. They're, they're, no, they're amazing success. We're actually working on getting the uh, proprietor. Oh, yeah, guys. If you, if you, I've hit up Dave um, like multiple times. If, if anybody of you have a connection to Dave himself, uh, please shoot oh. us over a message from Dave's hot I think Onit knows him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but do I know him? No, I don't know him, but I don't know. I'm not very immersed in the community. But what, do you want, <laughs> what are we at? Hour 45. Wow. It's not bad. That's not bad at all. It's not bad. That's it the flew. longest. Five? Five hours with two Prosecco. <laughs> you want to John, go for the record on it? John says it? he I mean, doesn't have a uterus. He has a Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> and someone said you can have surrogates from China carry your baby. Oh, my God. Sure. Thanks to Biden, <laughs> I mean, surrogates from China. Very cheap, I, I might add. Nah, it's just... It's not... It's it's the time <laughs> thing. I, I just... I don't know. I would want to be able to, like participate in that role i wouldn't want one just to have one just to say i have one and then be able to like enjoy it later you know john thinks uh, if and when you ever have a child Uh when they're 18 you should show them this video (laughs) (laughs) that's cruel look john you were supposed to be here look at mama's interview (laughs) (laughs) with the (laughs) wiseness 
<laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, man. Anand's son is 19. And we're still wise nuts. Wow, these three old wow. guys. How what, cool. What episode would that be? Like 18 years? Well, 20 years, let's say. 20 years. 52 episodes. Damn. 52 episodes a year? Is that what you do? Yeah. Wow. Give right. we've done. What we've done. What are you doing the rest of your time? No, I'm kidding. There'll be 11. <laughs> <laughs> we sell our <laughs> merchandise. What do you mean? We haven't, we haven't left our day jobs yet. <laughs> We haven't yes. left the day yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're still waiting. But for the that. check is up there. The we're waiting. We're waiting for that big contract. You got. I believe in manifestation to the max. Yeah. I write out checks to myself in like astronomical amounts. I, I like. You don't I, try to cash I envision it things happening. It's wow. a little kind of like cuckoo. I know. But no, no, it's not. Visualization. I mean, it's, and imagery is so powerful, and I don't think people think that that, that stuff yeah. really well, works. Start no. trying it. I've never been no. that type. I've always been one Try, of those. You, what you do you have to lose? Type of guys that like you can't touch it, you can't smell it. it doesn't that exist right there? Know? The can't is what you're asking exactly. the universe to give to you. That's what you and then you behave off of that yeah. limitation. I'm about to go home, Hold grab on. myself. Wait, a wait, wait, fat ass check. There you go. There I'm you actually going to deposit and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you want to start it? Do you know what you should do when you're so, when you're going to bed tonight? And you're basically brushing oh, your tonight teeth. Tonight is going to be tomorrow morning. To be tomorrow honest. morning, whatever it is. <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying. You're going to be brushing your teeth, getting ready for bed, right? Use acronyms. Talk to yourself as far as what you want when you're before while you're brushing your teeth, and then in the morning when you wake up, do the same thing. Damn, Ask yourself. Tell yourself. No, I'm dead serious. I'm right. dead serious. Listen, bro. I wanted the therapist <laughs> to tell me all this. You're telling me <laughs> this. I'm. I'm Arna wants you to write him a check. He promises. Not me. The, the view, he promises he'll cash it. <laughs> Arna should be writing me a check. What are you talking about? John, I can't read your he comment. He needs to I'm manifest sorry. my my dream. How bad is How John's bad comment? Is it? How bad is it? Come on. This oh, is a family my. show. You know this is a family yeah. show. When you said it, you knew that was gonna come. <laughs> when you were telling me all this, I knew John was gonna come up with. You that probably do to some capacity. I mean, I mean, you have to. You know what you're doing. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Andre is right. What do you say? Pashino already got his wish to come true. I mean, if I gave one. Oh, man. And his wife is in LA now. <coughs> is she really? Yeah, she's yeah. here for her I birthday. I thought she was in the trenches. She already got a present from Kim Kardashian and everything. Oh, God damn it. It's her you birthday said today. Um, so you're, you're, you're one of the, you're, you're, the only, you're the only guest we've had so far uh-huh. who's taken the COVID vaccine. Really? So okay, wow. You took Pfizer? I took Pfizer. Uh, mm-hmm. How'd you feel? Well, number one, did you have COVID? Did you ever get? No, I never had it. Um, (laughs) And I wasn't like super, super isolated in that sense because I still had to work because I I did have some clients who were like very high risk and suicidal. So those ones, I just don't always feel comfortable seeing them virtually. So some clients I really just had to keep seeing in person, even within the lockdown, even starting in March. So I did have to see clients in person. um, And How, how does that work? How does what work? Seeing them in like person? See them in person at their home or at no, the no, center? No, no, at my office. Um, we would just wear masks and they would wear masks and we'd like, you know, sit apart. So it was doable. Social distance. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was never like completely barricaded in that sense. Um, and, you know, I just work with like a, a kind of higher risk clientele. So I feel like I need to try to protect myself in some capacity. I believe in science. I know we don't know everything about this vaccine, but... I don't know. There's some level of, of comfort in it, even though it just there's a lot of doubt in it at the same time. Um, and yeah, I was sore, really sore in my arm that one day, one or two days, and just really tired the second day. But after that, I'm fine. 
So we have to ask you, because mm-hmm. some of the watchers are curious, mm-hmm. was this the real Annette speaking or the uh, vaccinated side effect Annette speaking? <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel any different. Your batteries are already um. low, guys. we got to wrap up the show quick. <laughs> I don't feel any different. I mean, we don't know, right? We don't know the long-term effects of this thing. We don't know how the response... But then, you know, my traveling, one of the reasons why I did was okay with taking it is because in my travels, like, there's parts of Africa that I went to that you have to get extra vaccines for. So I figured if I've had these other additional vaccines and I've lived through it, I think I'll be okay. How long have those other vaccines been around? Yes, longer. Look, I, I, I I know that there's doubts about it. I know that there is, like... It, there's a lot of questions sure it's very soon it's very quick it's it hasn't been tested for long absolutely agree with with those concerns i don't know i'm just uh to if her, gonna, if it's gonna kill me kill me i mean what am i gonna do about it no, 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 I look at, reward uh, well, is, you know. it's, it's yeah, more of like yeah. you know what if you're young you're healthy and the survival rate for this <laughs> for this virus <laughs> is 99.6 percent. i mean come on so basically you, that you point, all are clearly opposed to it or, or just like now. Like you said, or you now. said a vaccine that came out in ten months. Right. I don't, I don't see how you trusted it. That's my bro. Point. I mean, they're they're testing in anally now. We joked yeah. about testing anally, and before it even happened, is it I think they listened to our jokes and yeah. come yeah. up yeah. with I that. Think, that's like a, I think somebody, like Kim Young Jin Sung in China, was listening. Oh, yeah, seriously. Oh, fetish, these these fetish. three young guys, they're onto something. We need the anal test. <laughs> Can we make it in three weeks? Do we put, <laughs> do, do we put the swab in or do we go with the... Wow. <laughs> the anal probe. Somebody, yeah. somebody Take this cup. <laughs> shit in cup. Somebody and bring really it back. twisted came up with that one though. Really. <laughs> I, Have I, you seen the video? I, I honestly yeah. think they're trolling the shit out of the United States. Oh, without a doubt. They're China? Without a doubt. Yeah. I, I, I just want to. I, I want to accidentally <laughs> open a doctor's office. And just somebody happens. bending over, like, like he's got a Q-tip in his ass. Is that just getting the uh, we rapid test? We were, we were See, just doing a prostate exam, like, and we happened to accidentally. I mean, all of us have been tested for COVID. I'm assuming you've been tested for COVID as well, uh-huh. right? Before, I mean, when they put that thing in your nose and they twist it around, I mean. Are, are are they in China just enjoying the fact that it goes in and then... God, I would hope not. Ima- imagine know. John waiting in line for seven hours to get that anal test. <laughs> and through the process, he's just drinking away <laughs> to calm his nerves because he's excited. John, John's going to take his own loop. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> John will volunteer. Oh, I'm doing it for the you. people. <laughs> Doc, oh, you might. You've used way too much lube. Bro. He's like, <laughs> he's like, Doc. Do you mind if I spit on the Q-tip? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you didn't go deep enough, Doc. Go <laughs> do it one more time. It wasn't accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I had a false negative. <laughs> John. <laughs> oh my god. John had that coming. Oh man. John just took one for the team. John, you mind if we do <laughs> Why not live while you're getting the test next time? John oh, and Arma want to come on together. Yeah. And it's going to be plenty of alcohol. Then. He had to roofie himself to take the test. Oh my oh, goodness. Well, well, sorry, well, that. We, sorry, we didn't mean to no. digress. We like, there, we like John to... set that up for himself, yeah. I think. That's... Right? He's your number one fan. We like to go out with the one bang. of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like I acted like a repeat.
Republican and demanded a recount. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you piece of shit. More like a retest. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, goodness. Goodness. Wow. What are those wow. machines they were using for the voting? Dominion? <laughs> he has a different one. Is this, is this your like desired country to live forever? Of course it is. You're living no. in the greatest country in the world. I never, I would never say that. that. No, I no? would never say that. No. Where, every where country says that, but every every person from every other country wants to live in the United States. Yes, that's not true. Uh, I'd they say maybe ninety to third world country. Yeah. Well, uh, let me put it to you this way: If you go to any country in the world outside of the United States, obviously, and you tell them, "Listen, I'm going to give you a free visa to the United States, mm-hmm. all expenses paid," I'll guarantee you they'll take it. I think that's a little bit older that notion is a little bit old i think in the last maybe even 10 years ago that would very much without a doubt be true but i don't think that that's true well now well now trump is gone so maybe it is the greatest country in the world again because he made it great well look at what sako has to Mm. say sako has a lot to add to this who's sako what's sako saying our super sako what is super sako saying (laughs) he says one of i don't want to share this a a female friend said that even cocaine which i've I've actually heard of this before Mm -hmm. uh and i'm sure you've probably had patients or clients who (laughs) you just got it bro i just i scrolled who who take cocaine you know from the ass from the ass instead of right because it's yeah, because it goes right into the nervous system right right? so it it, it's received a different way just like Um, intravenously versus snorting yeah. something, right? Yeah, just like they also do that with like ecstasy and Molly too, yeah. right? People will take it in the ass because it has a different experience, there you or wow. it enjoys, it, it fascinates the sex a little bit more. <laughs> but what about it? What was the question about it? It was a comment. It was oh. a comment. It was and a question. Sean and Sean still wants your eggs, so I mean. <laughs> Listen, Sean. This high is bitter, all right. I think I think we just I think <laughs> we literally I think we just literally got you a Sean. Are you stalker. a first time watcher <laughs> or stalker? First time stalker. <laughs> oh my! Sean wow. has some ideas that we don't know about yet. I don't know. But that's interesting that audience. he's talking about that. He's talking about um, also s- specific to males or females who would be experimenting with drugs in different. Forms of intake. The females would try less. I don't know. I just I take really? alcohol yeah. orally. I don't know. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't use any other method. You take, how many forms do you I use take alcohol? alcohol in mouth? <laughs> what, what are you yeah. doing there? I don't know. It's a suppository Scotch eighteen year old. <laughs> I love my Glenlivet eighteen through the ass. Oh. Single malt. <laughs> Imagine you have guests over. You have oh a funnel. Oh my god! Oh my god! And every time you're drinking, you go. They love sago lava. Oh my It's a pub. One of those god, those turkey basters. I mean, I just imagine like Armenian wedding with a, a table of like twenty men just drinking like. Everybody's got a funnel in there. Get out of the region. That's a good. That's a good Ooh, thing. That was up. a nice one. What if? <laughs> what if? Would would the whole like cultural component of like doing nuts and toasting would that go away if alcohol was in there? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, of course so. it would. The well, whole thing would go away. What would really? you toast to? No, I don't drink. Apple and I juice toast with you guys all the time. I don't drink. What well, is but that somebody. But hold on, hold on. Exactly. Yeah, you guys are drinking. Well, do we ever sit down with water bottles? <laughs> 
no, after but, a hike. No, but listen, like how, but that's, that just goes to show like what a barrier it is to be able to do what it is that you're going to do, right? Like you can't sit around, you can't, Look, because a lot of, especially older men, right? Don't yeah. like, that's the pacifier to them. Like they won't be, they won't share any kind of emotion and yeah. say like, alcohol I'm proud brings of out, you know, true colors, your, your uh, emotions, inner, and, inner person. Yeah. You're able to express more naturally. It may not be. What as the world should see diplomatic <laughs> and PC as you'd like it to be, uh -huh. but but it brings out the truth in people for the most part. It it also brings out aggression, right? Because right? it takes but your barriers down. That aggression right. is part of truth. Is that a sign? Super <laughs> Oh God, Super oh, Saga. Oh, pick up. Let's see what Call he's on. saying. Can we? Do, did this phone work last time? I think it did. Pick up. Hello. Hello. Hey, I'm on. I want to be on your show. When tonight? Who is this? Who is this? <laughs> We should do Super Soko with me. I would love to. Oh, yes. Ned wants to do Super Soko. I would love to get in your head Ned a little is bit. so dope. You guys should have guests like her all the time. All the rest of the guests are boring. Oh, Listen, just, I just couldn't you. write whatever I want to say, but I, I'm enjoying the so, show so much. And we actually did this when we ran out of alcohol. Uh -huh. So my friend was like, with this line, I like to snort to the bride and groom. <laughs> You're Come shitting on, that's me, bro. horrible. Really? Wow. Isn't that make people uncomfortable? That would make me so uncomfortable. On the wedding day? Any day. <laughs> Especially the wedding right. day, but come on. And or imagine somebody would say, with this joint. I do it. But how contradictory with this line and with this joint. <laughs> that's right. talk, John, but <laughs> with the thing with the line. Yeah, depends on what you're smoking. <laughs> that's that's uh. I don't know, you're setting yourself up for a <laughs> disaster. Quite a relationship there. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. It's it's being legal. Shoot off. Shrooms what? are next. We did we did marijuana. Next is shrooms. Mm -hmm. DMT, so, MDMA. DMT, Listen, I'm not against any of this. I'm not against these different modalities of treatment. We have ketamine. We have um, microdosing. Oh, right? We have. Oh my God, Sako, You need to come like, to my facility. Sako's Listen, getting high just listening recovery? to us. <laughs> Sako, I'm a little concerned about you. Multi <laughs> studio. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we have all these different forms, which actually, therapeutically speaking, they're very effective because it helps you to be able to tap into this unconscious that you naturally wouldn't but people use like yeah. hypnosis to do that uh -huh. it helps us to be able to treat trauma significantly because our conscious level doesn't let us can do I, that so much can i tell you one thing awesome mushrooms and ayahuasca has changed my life how so a lot of people say this how so you smoke any um, less weed now suck i don't smoke weed at all actually wow that's great okay but how did mushrooms and ayahuasca change your life it brought balance to me. I uh, I connected, you know, the Avatar movie when uh, the, he takes the tail and c connects it to the highway tree mm -hmm. and becomes part of nature. Mm -hmm. It made me a part of nature. It made me understand oh, why I exist and why I'm here and my purpose kind of, you know. Right. But a psychedelic and like that doesn't do it to you. It puts you in the place to have the capacity to be able to do that. So yeah, what yeah, you yeah. Could have it done... gives your brain, it, bring, it gives your brain enough power to, to, to come to your senses, like to think that, you know, but you um, could... I mean, the human brain works at what? Three, three and a half max percentage wise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Mine is about one, one point two. I'm, I'm, I'm at half a percentage right now. So I, know, I, I see I Joe really... Biden is the opposite. It's completely <laughs> negative. Oh when you're on when you're on that especially like ayahuasca you 
you have this uh, i don't know you have this like it's an out of body experience yeah yeah because you your feel sensations... like you're the god particle you it's yes, like you, but the you, reason and your why... brain is at seven percent listen like, the I, reason I, I, why wait is... before we continue this Sako, are you sharing this podcast yeah can people hear him well he can, can everyone can are you sharing him. are you sharing the podcast right now we're gonna no, see if you're you either got to cut the check or you got to share the podcast. <laughs> One or the other. Listen, we'll take the hold on, let me hold on, let me three-way Andy. Let's let's talk about. I contributed it. a lot to your radio. I contributed a lot to your radio show. You know what I mean? Whatever you. We're not on the radio. We're not on the radio. We're not on the radio. Holy shit! We're I the showed radio. you guys how to connect music. Anyway, listen. No, we I'm still have it, man. We still have it, Sock. We still have I the wanna, connection. I want to hear. I want to hear the show. But listen to what I'm saying. I really like your guest tonight. I'm just saying, like, she's a dope guest. Bring guests like wow. her more often. Wow. Not sure. the rest of the losers you guys usually Oh, that's bring. not. Don't say that. Oh, they no. bring a good variation of people. Saka, we're no, looking don't. for a new uh, talent manager if you want to. They once the brought a. They once. I will be the booking manager. They once <laughs> uh-huh. brought a. They we, once brought this loser that. chick and then she called and she made him take off the show. I don't know who she was. Well, no, no, no. The show's still up. Yeah, that was different. So (laughs) this is an interesting question. For you as an entertainer, I'm not going to call you Super Sako. That's just weird. Sako. Yeah. Um, Sarkis. Whatever your name is. Um, Donut Chinara or Sako Janara? Is it today? That's two days ago. Oh, Donut Chinara. Yeah, I think that's such a sweet thing in our culture. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, as an entertainer, how much more different would your craft and your work be if addiction, not, okay, not addiction, I'm sorry, substance use wasn't part of it? Let's say you I don't, being I able don't to. Use substance maybe use. not you, I'm not saying you directly, oh, in bro. your craft, in uh, your work. Let's say you have a, uh, I don't know, a musician who's oh, yeah, coming, yeah, to, yeah. coming to a gig high. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, well, right? well I, I, I read a lot and I, and I spent time with a lot of great musicians. Um, with a lot of and, what? Uh, Musicians? With a lot of great musicians and singers that, yeah, mm-hmm. to, to, throughout our past. Like, I've been around the Isley Brothers. I've been around James Brown. Yeah. And James Brown was a PCP guy. Yeah. Know, he used to smoke A lot shrimp. of them are psychedelics, uh-huh. Yeah. So, it's like, uh, and then when I used to listen to, to what the uh, the side people, this is people on the side that always talk, right? Mm. They say that when he's not high, he can't do anything. He can't make music. He's not as, as normal. You mm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then I go back to like you've seen Ray Charles and how he's on Heron and this that. Right. But then you have the question is okay when they first started when when the record company or the A and R's first discovered them, they weren't on drugs before. They didn't have the money to be on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the music was the talent was always there. It's just they catered to that. That's their escape because not everyone can handle fame. Right, because it becomes a coping mechanism for them. Right. It not everyone. A- can- not ability to cope with the, the stressor of fame, whether that's <laughs> we're only a few million people, but we're, we're like the Latins or something. They think they're, I don't know who. You know, imagine if we were like um, two billion strong, like the Indians. Yeah, seriously. So, not everybody handles fame, you know, the, the right way. Sure, of course. Some people, I don't, I think you have to be very, very self-aware to be able to handle fame with class and dignity and sophistication but when people don't understand that's where those, that's where yeah. family discipline comes from family values family values you know is I mean? one thing but having 
being being centered as your as yourself first you have to be grounded as a person first before you can take the like flush and the flooding of so many other things coming your way that are unfamiliar that are new that are tempting right and that are that are so much more desirable because the reward is so much higher in those things but a lot of people don't have that because they go into a place of like fame usually in entertainment at a very young age that's why generally people don't start a career in entertainment or music later in their life yeah but how do they end up a lot of them that start in the young age mm -hmm. look what happened to michael jackson right I Every mean, great musician or entertainer that we know, a right? A lot of them. Any, any, any of those, even the, I think the only person that from a young age went into the entertainment business and came out normal, I think is Justin Timberlake. I thought you were saying <laughs> Justin Diamond who passed away. Today, mm. When we're off the Dust, show, that's I'll Dustin tell you Diamond, something. yeah. Okay. But Diamond. Justin Timberlake <laughs> is probably the only one who was part of the yeah. Mickey Mouse Club. Who basically yeah. never? I don't think in all the he was uh, with Britney Spears, right? He was with Britney Spears, but you see, even Britney Spears was part of that Mickey Mouse Club right. at the same time. Right. She went through this oh, whole clusterfuck situation, She's bipolar. but yeah, big big time. But I think I think he was the only one who, from a very young age, growing up, and it probably comes from what Sako said, like basically family values and how his family basically kind of raised him. But how can you say that? Like, how can you say that about like somebody who's had great family values but still can grow up to have they're demons, right? They have their challenges. They either have addiction. They or know how. They know how to cope with it and deal with it. But your family they values do, establishes that to you for you. When you have, when you have the family, like when I would, I, I, I stood in front of a lot of demons in my life. But I would, I would sit and be like, "This is not the son my father raised." You know what I mean? Like this isn't the reputation was risked. The reputation. You know what I mean? There's mm -hmm. too much. So that's what it, the person's values, you know, the person inside. My values were very strong, so I didn't want so to disrespect my How father. can you say that? Like, I think that's such a strong point you make about our reputation, especially <clears throat> within the context of our community, Chad. How can you say yeah. that almost, I, I would argue that most Armenian men have that yeah. same feeling. Most, uh -huh. right? And you don't so, want to disappoint your right father your family family period family right? not, 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 not disappointed like, this, is, this, is, this is a serious conversation it was a, it was a, it's a different story if you're if you're let's say you find out you're gay or something and you don't you know what i mean you have to fight with that not coming out because of this no this was just a choice to get fucked up and high or not you know what i mean uh, but for some that people this is where i argue with you because some people it's not a choice Right. If you're in, it's a choice to stick that in your arm or to smoke that crack. Hundred percent. Right. But if you're in the addiction, if you're in the grips of the addiction, that's why well, people. That's don't hold on. How, do, how do you? How does it? Why does it lead to addiction? Because you decided to stick that in your arm or snort whatever it was that you snorted. Yeah. yeah right. I but it's not. A, it's not an independent choice that way. Then as, whose choice as is direct it? I mean, I, I don't see. Uh, you don't see Joe Schmo taking a needle and sticking it in your arm. It's you deciding to put the rubber band around your wrist but or around your bicep. But it leads up to that. Bicep. It leads up to that. I know it is, but it's a choice you made. You, there's there's people that can basically say, no, there's another avenue I could take. And then there's mm -hmm. people that'll say, no, you know what? I'd rather shoot up heroin. It's a choice. Yeah. You make that decision. Yes. I think the accountability piece is there. I have friends with that. I've seen the people offer them like a joint passing around. <clears throat> They're passing a joint around. And the guy's like, no, man, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like right. my alcohol. Yes, piva, I'm I don't need to smoke this crap or mm -hmm. do this or do that. Mm -hmm. No matter how you do it. He's a 47-year-old guy. All right. his life, he's never tried anything. Right. That's his choice. You know what right, I mean? But... He just doesn't want to be that guy. 
Sure, true. But I mean, I'm talking about like the large majority of Armenian men that still have that same value and reputation and family, right? That we're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What keeps them from altering it's, away from because that? Because it's, it's saying... fake values. It's fake values. <laughs> it's the almost, guys that say, but they treat their parents like shit. You know what right. I mean? Right. Exactly. So how do you differentiate that? It's within yourself. It's within yourself. Just like I, I don't, I don't believe in churches, and I don't, I don't go to church. You know, God is always with me. God is always with me. I don't need to go walk into a golden gated, I don't know, building and this and that. To right, talk I agree. To I agree. You know what I'm your saying? Church so is where can, your so, church can be your home. It does. Yeah, it doesn't have yeah. to be on display. It doesn't need to. So, be so it's within yourself. You don't have to swear up and down. Mm-hmm. Family value. Mm-hmm. You don't have to that, shit. that right there comes back to the point that I want to prove that Andrank were they're so loud and 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 grandiose and flamboyant about these things. Mamai sarev, sarev, right? It's a front. It's the exactly. Yeah. So you don't more need that 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 cup of whatever or what you think you need in front of you to be able to Apple do that juice. because because it's a pacifier che and the guy who's not doing that doesn't mean they have any less love for their family or yeah. less pride in their in their joy or in their event right but it's in our culture in it's almost as if like we can't function without that yeah and it's i think it's so fucked up i really think it's so messed up that it's, it's a cultural thing though Right, but Knight, look, think about it from, I don't think men really experience this because women in our culture don't do this like men do most of the time. Or if they do it, they do it in a different capacity. But usually who's the one that has to deal with that? Who's the one that has to deal with that brother, that uncle, that dad, that husband that ended up taking it one one too many, too far? As far as, right? right? Too many drinks, drinks. or what? Let's just talk well, about drinks. Well, Let's wives, just talk about weddings the wa- and drinks. The wives, right? the, wives, do, wives but, the moms. But, but you, you know? also take it as a brother, uh, as a guy. Sure, you take it course. as a brother, as a friend, right? Sometimes even in worse situations because you're at a club surrounded by, you know, 95% yeah. other types of people. And, all and of now sudden, you're at you're, a higher risk. Yeah, your friend decides yeah. to be a moron yes. and empty a bottle. And then now yeah. you're dealing with the consequences. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. the risk <laughs> it's a risk factor is, an, is even far greater for, for a male friend, but I understand yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah. You could be put in a very vulnerable position without your consent, whereas in our case, usually it's because... But for any person you know. on the receiving end of it, it sucks. <coughs> even for people, even for you, Sako, even for yeah. somebody who's having an event, you're going there to bring a good time to people, right? Good vibe, good energy. And it, and it gets blown by somebody going apeshit, Right. Yeah. That, so, that's why I take the I take the money from the promoter in advance. <laughs> <laughs> Smart guy. Always Cut, the Cut the check. Yeah, check. yeah. Love but I think check. look, I think that we continuously do this time and time and time again. Yeah, and yeah. My show's name will so, get It's it's ridiculous, and we don't ever like talk about it. We don't ever mention it. Yeah. We wrap it up, just go like, home and have yogurt like and call it a day, right? And then we go back again next weekend and do it again. It's absolutely asinine to me. That us within our own community well, don't hold each other accountable <clears throat> and respectable to that. And get on chem galu. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do it with you. I'm not gonna join you. You might if I've I've had a drink with you every time at every event, and I decide, you know what? I'm not going to this time. Mm-hmm. What you're gonna, you're probably gonna mock me. You're probably gonna yeah. dismiss me, right? You're probably gonna 
make fun of me. Not, I mean, here again, it, this all depends on who the can person. I, can who, I suggest something? Go ahead. Please. Can we like all drink, including her, like get drunk oh, and nice. do a show next Monday? Why, <laughs> why do we have to get drunk? Wow, we're fucked up. Why do we have to get? Oh, you, you, you're proving my point exactly. No, no, no. Why no, do we I have to get prove drunk? Something else to you. Incha, so, prove so, it to me. So the other side of you will come out. What See? other side? The truth, girl. What makes you think I'm not being truthful now? What am I not being truthful about? No, this is such uh, a misconception. It's such a misconception. People think that you're more truthful. I'm not, People I'm think not that miscon- you're. No, 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 no. Not like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, let loose and just. You I'm know, very loose. The... <laughs> I mean, so come on, she's wearing a North Korean jacket. Well, I'm you... very comfortable. The back of her jacket says. What is, your is she a Democrat, bro? No, look at that. It says DPR Korea, bro. It's freaking. <laughs> no, listen. She's oh, probably a Democrat, listen. judging oh, off of. She's a Democrat. I'm a liberal. I'm oh, a she's liberal. a liberal. Oh, my God. I'm are you independent. A liberal? Are you I'm independent. Okay? Are you independent or you're a liberal? You. I'm, I'm Switzerland. Oh I should God, say that. She's I'm a liberal. <laughs> that she, broke my she's heart. the white flag. Did you vote this year? Oh Can I plead the fifth on this? Yes. It's an open conversation. I don't. Like, I might get a shot in, shot in the Saka, did you like, take the vaccine? I don't. Huh? Did you take the vaccine? Voting. Yeah, I took the vaccine for chlamydia. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Listen. The Listen. A- anal or think- oral? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to know now. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, turkey turkey baster or needle? That even has to do with capitalism. We get choices in the vaccines. Yeah. We get. That's choice. Where do you want me to choice? <laughs> All right, where do you want me yeah, to Yeah, you it? get the choice of... Where would you like me to or... insert this? Yeah, you get choice. Needle or turkey baster. Melina had a question. Who she was asking... Uh, who would have an easier time to cheat, a woman or a we man? Had this oh, we've had this. Them? We've talked about this. No, no, we're, we're not with her. Not right? with her. Yeah. No. But a man. Are you are you I mean, referring to who has no more access or who would emotionally no, no, no. be able women to handle it? Women could cheat easier. Women could cheat easier. What? Because what? listen, this is it's a simple thing. It's a simple uh-huh. thing. Break it down when when two boys go out. Yeah. Okay, the wives always think like an inch on them. Wouldn't get not say this that. But when really, two but girlfriends okay. go, when two girlfriends go out, they're probably scissoring in the grandma's room. The guys. Oh are- wow! <laughs> wow! Jesus Christ! That was a little. I, I have to Google on. that because I don't. <laughs> Listen, Sako. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Wow, that is such a huge generalization and misconception. No, I'm just saying it's easier for you. You see why they call him Super Sucker? Oh, my God. Why don't no, you no, change no. it to Caesar Sucker? <laughs> Caesar Sucker. I mean, if that's your perception of what men are doing when they're out and what women are doing when they're out, I highly encourage no, you to get out more with the Sako, I was I was literally not expecting that no. at all. And I was like, wow. no, I wonder what Sako's gonna say. <laughs> the, question, <laughs> the question is who's it easier for? Both I'm saying it's easier for women. It's just women as hide easy it for better. both. Women hide it better. No, men men it's all in their face. Men are more yeah, thirsty. It's easier for it's easier for a woman to go get laid than a man to get, get laid. 
Man probably has to, I don't know, wine and dine. But a then a man. Or whatever. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy on you. Guys, a man... by the way, put your kisses. <laughs> in a case man... you didn't notice, also, this just a man will... real quick. <laughs> a man will most likely sleep with just about anything if he wants to, right? They generally have no, lower no. standards. No. Yes, they do. Oh, come on. Yes, no. they do. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, come on. No, After 2 a.m., no. maybe. Oh, <laughs> Most There's, men would be willing no. to lower that standard. No. After 2 a.m., I'm sure most or after They don't lower it. See, you guys don't understand the reason mm. why. They don't mm. lower it. Mm. It was they always lower. It. It was, See, Ani Simone says women hide it better. So. Yeah, women yeah, hide it better. I don't it. disagree yeah, with that. Women but, hide it better. And but besides that, a, ma a man will men cheat. A man will cheat hello, if he's not hello, getting hello, it at home. That's what, that's, that's, I, I agree with that very much. I think both partners won't cheat if they're not getting it at home. Men don't lower their standards there's just this one thing it's a guy code it's like we, we never talk about it that's what women don't understand but you never talk fat, about what fat and ugly girls do it better you are so fucking chauvinistic <laughs> has anyone i'm just serious do you know why do you know what they it don't means? get it all the you time so yeah. when they have it first of all that's very subjective what you think is fat and ugly is very subjective right so just understand that <laughs> What do you mean? Come on, it's, what, it is. It's very uh, subjective. You, what how's somebody fat and ugly? Well, ugly maybe, different... but fat is not subjective. Well, somebody might not visually, see that as being unattractive. If somebody, somebody might see can I, can I, a overweight can I tell you person as desirable. Listen, right? Can I tell you Some something? Some men want that. I've never dated. I've never dated a skinny <laughs> chick in my life. That's what I'm into. I'm into fat girls. Okay. If a, if a, if she ain't got no meat on her, that's not super for me. Okay. You feel him? So that's. Because you're super so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. you want to you want to come vent on the show in about okay. another week or so? So wait a minute, but listen, listen. What? <laughs> I'm in Martomar. I'm in Martomar. Exactly. My point. Exactly. My point. Exactly. Yeah, I have, I have, I have friends. His, his, his taste in women is disgusting for me because he likes them like skeletons, okay. and that's disgusting. That's ugly for me, like jawline showing. So you think shit. it's like, easier you know I mean? for women to cheat? Like Adam's apple showing. Yeah, I'm like trying to feed the bitch. Like, she's got a, she's got a V, the V going. You could see her pelvis. Sock, you go feed those women all the time. Like here, here, here's an extra one but, for you. Okay, if you think women yeah. cheat, it's easier for women to cheat. Do you think? Yeah. Why do you think? Majoritally speaking, majoritally, that's not even a word. Um, majority. Generally speaking, or general. It's this apple cider. It's getting to me. Oh, uh, yeah. Why do you think men cheat more? I don't think they that's don't not true. More. They, they just get, get caught more. They get yeah. caught. Okay. Let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. There's not a man that would. There's not. There's not a man in this world that would that would ever cheat if he's not neglected. Correct. In what? Well, just in a sexual context. You can't say not. No. no. General. No, no, general. No, no, general. It could be sexual. It could be emotional. It could be everything. Yeah. But do you if think you that the threshold it. of what's needed to be satisfied changes? Nice. Let's say my yeah, sexual there's... desire for my my partner changes okay. a couple years later. Mm -hmm. You have to talk about it. Yeah. You have to talk about oh, it. You have to spice it up. That's where communication comes in. But listen, all the all the all the all the married women that came to my therapy sessions would tell me I call them therapy sessions. Okay. Would tell me like yeah would tell me like okay he's he doesn't he's not into me and i would say why you, you're beautiful this that what do you mean 
yeah, Somokowski, he never just sits down and talks to me like he would talk to his friend, like just about anything, you know what I mean? Like Be vulnerable with me and open up. Yeah, so so that, they would take that and, and women would take that inside of them and bury it inside of them and not not talk about it. And it would bother them so much that they would look for someone, look for someone to talk to them about stuff like that that their husband doesn't talk about. Let's yeah, say, well, you bring random. a third party in and then you begin to triangulate that with somebody else. Yeah, so. and, then, and, then, and then that looking for a friend becomes, you know, a shoulder to cry on becomes a dick to ride on. That's, there's a saying like that. <laughs> Listen, you need, you need a whole new group of people around you, okay? <laughs> Let me help you out. Well, this, he, well he, why. he said next week, you two on the show. <laughs> oh, it's going to be... You need to expand I, your... your, I, your, your, your um, horizons. Horizons, yeah. Sako's horizons are very open. Sako has potential. Well, that's a good Don't thing. That's a him. fantastic yeah. thing. No, I, I have... And the best part of it... Yeah, and the best part of it is you don't have to worry about an addict because he's not an addict. It's just more... Sako knows who he is better than anyone. That's a great thing. We all should. We all should. We should what be expected to know ourselves experience? well. What do you think of his you said you've had experience with DMT before? Yes. I, Can you I, talk actually, about that a little bit? Actually, better than DMT. It's the ayahuasca, the real, real deal. And who I do you, did it in who do you go did we, to? Did we talk you, about ayahuasca you, with Sako on the podcast? No. no we didn't no, talk no. about it. How that? do you okay? determine if somebody, you or someone around you, is an addict? What's the determining factor for you? It's consistency. Okay. Yeah. They keep doing it. Like, when when they get withdrawals, you know, if when Monday they need and to do Saturday it to night are the norm. same, you have a problem. If no, you're no, when someone double... when someone needs to do it to get get to their norm. So that's if coming off of it is is not an option or it's too challenging. Yeah. Okay. Of whatever if, it is. If you need to, if you, if you need to, Husky, you're, a, you're a caffeine addict. There's mm-hmm. a lot of caffeine sure, addicts. Yeah. You know, yeah. guilty. Addict doesn't mean you're only like you're on heroin. Or sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Let me put it to you this way. If you need to if you need to have the drink, if you need to have the line, if you have to have the shot mm-hmm. in order to function throughout the day, mm-hmm. you're an addict. Mm-hmm. So how do we see that in people around us and overlook that? Because because of what uh, the, the thing that people label, you know, people label like a crack addict, alcoholic, a this mm-hmm. and this and that, but people the won't stigma. label it. Every night you have a drink and I see okay. that and I see that if I, if there's no drink, you're going to throw fit, right? Not, no, no, no. Every night. I know a lot of people that have an every night drink like a scotch or a, mm-hmm. or a, a glass of wine or something. That's like at the Iran's Kaifuna. Like I mm-hmm. like to have, like I like to have my it's cigar manageable. that night. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. not a thing. It's it's a it's a thing to enjoy your, to treat yourself. You sure. enjoy it, but when you're abusing it, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. abuse you can abuse Advil PM. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. You can you know You have like mm-hmm. a, things are on your mind. But or You know yeah. what I mean? That's but I think the, the problem is that when we continue to rely on different things so one day i can't sleep i'm gonna do this one day i want to have a good time i'm gonna do this one day i've got a lot on my mind i'm gonna do this it's the marketing aren't we all in this free country don't we all have the independence to be able to choose and select what we're doing that's the reason why it goes back to what you were saying you choose to shoot up whatever you shoot up listen listen it's called a free country but it's really not free meaning you could be talking about a certain antibiotic and 
and then an hour later you're surfing through Facebook and then it's this antibiotic comes up. It they push everything in front of you. Right. They push everything. There's only six free. companies. All your social media, yeah. all your news, all of that, all yeah. your information comes from six people. Absolutely, I agree. I, 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 did you did you guys notice how the fact checkers the the, the disappeared after Trump is gone? Well, <laughs> no, I've seen, actually Jen? seen some still though. They're still there, you, but they're not checking as hard. Well. Armenia stuff is being fact checked now. <laughs> the only time did you see, did you see uh, what's his name, uh, Emil's or what, what was it? Yeah, Emil's na- Emil's video that he posted about yes, the documentary yeah. about Armenia. Every single person who shared that video on Instagram, it literally was fact checked. Yeah, and and I when it's I it's like, are you fucking why? kidding me? I don't know. When I posted what, the thing about wrong? Biden, it was all fact checked too. Really? But was there something misleading about yeah. that? I'm not kidding you. Yeah, no. it's not about misleading. It's about the, tur- the fitting Turkey the narrative. Fitting lobby. the narrative. Mm-hmm. They lobby. They lobby because yeah. our most don't. When we have a budget, we go buy a Rolls Royce and take care of you know right. I don't know this that. But when certain groups of people get, are given a budget, they go and do their job. They lobby. They pay these guys. They mm-hmm. pay these YouTube and uh, Google and they the work Yahoo from the guys. Bottom they, up. Mm-hmm. they work from the bottom up. They don't mm-hmm. just eat. The the, the, the most. The reason why we lost everything that we lost in the past, you know, I'm talking about the war in Armenia, is because, listen, single-handedly, I've been to all these people's house. All the five presidents that we had, whoever, Armin, Sarkisian, Speranza, Levante, I've been to all of those guys' houses, mm-hmm. sang at their parties. Huh. Uh, their sons have been my I know what they're like, what they have, and what they don't have. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's a shame. They ate our country. Like, well, they, you know what happened? It ha- you know what happened in Armenia up, was the same thing country. that happens to us here in the States now. It's like new money, right? All of a sudden, somebody gets a little bit of money. Most people living in the States now are probably second, third, maybe, or first generation, right? Generally speaking, uh-huh. right? But it's like new money. All of a sudden, everybody came up and had some level of success. And what did they do? They blew it. They ex- they they exhausted it's, it's it. Called in greed. All the, yeah, they exhausted it's called greed. it in all the most inefficient ways, in flashy ways. In chov why to show people that I have this or to show people that I have this stature or this success. Mm-hmm. Armenia on a grand scale, on a politically and 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 um, you know geographically, they they did it on a bigger scale. Hey, we've been free for twenty years and we've now we have all this money, maybe sectored in by these independent ventures but we have this money now that's what they did they just went to town on it without any foundation without any platform of course that's what that's what people do here now they sell themselves they sell themselves they get put themselves in these like unfortunate circumstances and then they have to go do which i it really hurts my heart to see in our community to go do unethical and shady work in order to keep up with these kinds of lifestyles. Yeah. But it's us as high we're listen, so intellectual. Listen, don't ever disrespect anyone's hustle. That's one thing that... That's not hustle. That's not that hustle. I hustle. argue, no. If you can hustle I can system, hustle. Whatever, as long as I'm not touching your pocket, girl. Chet, you're you not know, touching my pocket, but Sako, listen. Don't worry about Sako, it. Listen, I can I'm hustle not, If I'm going to rob without... my insurance company or this and this and that, that has nothing to do with you, girl. No, you know it's I mean? not you just about that. I'm not talking about that large scale. That's what's wrong with this country is because it's not mob brand anymore. Yeah, okay. no, but listen, I'm the not talking not about mob that brand anymore. You used to if if we would get beat up, you know, guess what? We would go tell our brothers we go beat the other guys up. You That's know what exactly I mean? That's it. You, you, you most like what you're describing is still this machismo kind of concept of things. Right. Like if it's I can not, do it and it's not going to hurt me. I don't want I don't want my son is growing. My son gets in trouble in school. They call the parents and the 
there's videos and then there's mm-hmm. this and there's that. We never went through that shit. Come on. Right. Every time, I'm not every saying, time look, you step in someone's face right now about disrespecting somebody's disrespecting your wife or something, you step in someone's face, they take out cameras. Listen, what you, what I'm saying is about working ethically. It's not about not having a hustle just because you're working ethically. You work ethically. Tavatan, you do you. Right. But right. Don't, don't don't knock on anyone else's hustle. But in Chicha, why should Listen. everybody else why should everybody no, else have to work about? under why? these standards and these values and other what people taint that? What the haram and on that has nothing to do with it. That has absolutely nothing to do with it. You don't what need do you a you don't need a formal education to be able to have. Well, I'll ethics. see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, no, it's, listen. Our, especially in our community, I think that we are so smart. We're so creative. We're so huh? well established with our network Eto? and the people that we have and we know. But if we use okay. those in 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 positive <clears throat> and in satisfying and in reputable ways, imagine. On a large scale, imagine what our culture and our people are capable of doing. But what do we do? We Bullshit. shoot our no. Come Bullshit. on! Oh, come on! Bullshit. We, we ruin it for everybody like, else. A couple, a couple race that's like that. A couple weeks ago on our podcast, where we we hold had on, that. hold on, name one race that's like that. Yeah. Name one race. No, but I'm not like concerned that. about other races. I'm concerned about mine. In, I know. In but Osgana. here's the thing. It, it, <laughs> in, the, in the 30 <laughs> years. Here's the thing. No, here's the thing. In the 30 years, yeah. in the 30 years we were independent, we proved to ourselves that we are as corrupt as any Anybody other. Else. Yeah. yeah, but we destroyed our country. Yeah, and I said it on the podcast when Haik uh, Martirosian was here when he blew up on me. I said we do not deserve to have our own government. We and need. I hate yeah. the fact that you keep saying. I, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> it's it's, it's proof, bro. I agree with him. It's proof. You deserve, we you, we don't deserve it. We're, we're not in a mental capacity. We don't have the mental wherewithal Up to be able to manage everything, for ourselves bro. Yet. Why you know, has Armenia Fund till today not come on the show and said? Akhbarjan, here's what we did to the money. Mm-hmm. Here's what we did with the money. Okay, I get it. You, you. Okay, I get it. It's for humanitarian reasons. We can't tell no, you. Okay, come and tell us. Okay, tell us what you did with a quarter of the money. Yeah. What the fuck have you well, guys done? But keep in mind, the previous administration also grew the economy by seven hundred percent, right? Didn't they? Listen, and it's eight, not about eight hundred percent of it. It's not so much about they the politics. Eight hundred percent of it. They didn't need eight hundred percent of it. It's okay, not so much just. It's not concentrated on the politics and the economy of the place. It's the fucking people. It's the people's mindset. Yes, Incas, I've been to Armenia, probably more times than I want to, but I've been there for the purpose of engaging with people, of working, of running seminars, and working you can't, group workshops. You can't why? But it's why because to see. Where are people's mindsets, right? You guys have heard, all heard um, Jay-Z do interviews. Let's take it out of the context of Armenians. Jay-Z does interviews about the African-American community, right? And okay. what does he say? He, he doesn't says, represent right. them. He says, I wouldn't fork over and help because you need to change the mindset of people 100%. before you could help them, right? If I'm just going to give you something, what good is it? You're going to try and do the well, same thing. Well, the first thing. lady's here right now. Sakar, are you performing there or anything? <laughs> <laughs> Suck. No. Suck, where's the party for You know her? she's here, right? It's her birthday today. She's Suck. actually our next guest. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> Rita, Rita, <laughs> Rita Sarkisian is here too, yeah. by the way. Do you think she's here or in Russia? Because I know she's not in that damn grave. I know that part. I saw a wedding, uh, a video of her dancing apparently. Well, that's a old ass probably video. See, Stepan, remember Stepan was on the podcast. He was mentioning the people from Lebanon and Syria who are refugees <laughs> to Armenia. They were working as waitresses and waiters in Armenia. They were so kind so nice and they were so humble to mm. be able to work 
mm. and basically escape the a war, war. <laughs> a war whereas the armenians who lived in armenia who did the same job who were matutornet who were waiters waitresses they would come up to you and they would put the menu in front of you what do you want mm-hmm. yeah it it that it's our it's our people it's our culture it's, it's our it's, mindset it's, it sucks. i'm saying it but it's it, our mindset and that needs to be flipped before you can give them these grandiose buildings and give them these roads and give them whatever else you think they need they don't need that talent manager որ մենք այսքան բախտավոր չլինք ստեղ թափուկ բամբակների Disney Channel նայենք փոքր վախտ ու Cheerios ուտենք մենք եք կարող այդ նույն մարդկանց տմանալենք ճիշտը Ed Martik, Ed Martik, Hatsi Hammer Gorutsunenanum. So yet a tensairant mindset dare. Yeah, but it has to turn around and become Armenian every time. Speak English. all we're saying is you have the capacity to do more and do better, right? That's where you came from but you don't all give of us, them the options you what do you mean you don't the give them the options no. you now have a free country you now have you had a free country a for 30 years helping you hold on what are you talking yeah. about you, you don't have the hold option on. wait a minute wait you never had What's a, a number, number one you okay. never had a free country freer than the soviet no Union. that no, bullshit that was never a free country and they proved it in the 30 years that they ran that okay. damn country from levo to serge listen to Robert Kocharian, Listen, all of them, they proved had, what they did. I've had the same experiences with kind of Armenians that you're talking about. What was a free country? Is this a free country? No, no. Me teach Azat Uchum, let's say that. I'm not saying free country. But listen, listen. I've had those experiences that you... Right? When you sit in front of people like that and when you visit Armenia. But you, I've also been grateful to have those experiences where when you see somebody, right? You see somebody... You have you somebody? left Yerevan? Yes. Okay, have I, you been to Lennakan? being in Yerevan. Okay, have you have you <laughs> been to Lennakan? I've been to Gumi, Okay, to... why are people from from the earthquake that happened in 1988 till mm-hmm. today living in Domix? What do you mean why are they yeah. living? Why are they still living in Domix? Why is it yeah. that the government said that oh, this is all temporary and there's still families living inside containers, God metal God containers God where God where God basically God. they're living off of they're burning plastic clothes to keep warm in the winter because there's no insulation and there's rats living why is it that in outside of Yerevan mm-hmm. Armenia is living in poverty bro bro right. as, her, in, as, in places, huh? as in many places as in many places but nay so you, you go to somebody and you say oh the the <laughs> the mindset as far as oh yeah visualize this visualize that go to no, go and visu- com- go you're hold confusing. on no you're it's confusing, not confusing what i'm talking about no, no no you're to confusing the what i'm talking about about somebody who's who, who somebody who works in yerevan right you okay. have a little bit more reach you have a little bit more you're in the central capital of the country okay you have a little more opportunity you've at least gotten yourself to the position to wait at a restaurant right Okay. You have you have that ability. That Yerevan has become a tourist attraction. Right, That's it. That versus the person who's living in a gomik in a, in a in a town gomik, in a village, yeah. whatever. Gomik is a gomik is a different word. I told you I'm not good at Armenian. <laughs> Listen. Gomik is 
derogatory words of homosexuality. I already broke your rule. Yeah, now, you... but let's see, you're comparing two different people, a person who's living in a village that doesn't have that opportunity to get a job, to go to the city, to do these things, right? You know why? A, yes, they well, have the challenges. How much I'm does not... a nurse get paid in Armenia? I don't know, 10 bucks Shit. an hour? No, <laughs> not even. She didn't get any 10 bucks an hour. Not even. 300 bucks a month. Not even. 300 bucks a month. Not yeah, a, if, look, that, if that, you can't if compare that. that to here. Where it's a different. I'm not. That's a, exactly that's right. exactly. Why is it that a that a doctor go a doctor who's basically a medical professional in Armenia mm -hmm. makes garbage money, mm -hmm. but Gago can mm -hmm. roll around in a G wagon right. in Yerevan? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay, exactly. It is ridiculous. So that is why that country will never move forward. That that is why, as but far as explain... it's a free country, it's a free country. Bullshit. No, it's, it's not, not a free, free country. country. Just like this is not a free country. But how do you explain the it's ones a who are smart? country than Armenia. How do you explain it is? How do you explain the ones who are smart, who have the capacity to live healthier, to live, be more functioning, to be on that higher echelon, to be able to even sometimes leave the country and go have a I don't know, expand because their life. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who could who think. could leave the country in Armenia? Less than ten percent. You think an Armenian yeah, it's citizen not, it's not it's not okay, freely available to you everybody. Can. Armenia is are you think Leaving Armenia is practically impossible. Do you know why? Because they yeah, know they if you leave, you're, you're not, not coming, coming back. back. Yeah. So you're saying that, oh, the person who's smart, who's an artist, who's this, who's that, oh, can leave, go to France, go to Spain, go to Italy. And I'm then, not saying then, to leave. I'm not promoting people leaving their homeland. No, no, no. Not, okay. bro, let bro, him, bro, let bro, him leave can us. I, can I say something? It's so easy to talk from here. You get your Louis Vuitton purse and your luggage and you fly to Armenia and you yeah. have this money in your pocket this is so easy but you've never lived i'm there. not discrediting so, I'm, that i'm not discrediting that no I've listen i'm not there. saying it's yes, not difficult I'm, I'm not saying so the odds are against you i understand no, no, that do, i do, do. you know listen li can i talk although i want you to hear my point all the way i know girls from from childhood they've been in school they got every award you can never think of, every diploma. Koski medal, aspirantura, magistratura. That means like master's, PhD, mm -hmm. this, that, this, that. And then they end up working at a cafe because there's no future. Right. There's nothing there. Right. They will make more money serving somebody mm -hmm. than to than to let's say be a be a be a, a nurse. Over there. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. It it's doctor, not to their incentive. It's not okay. to their incentive. And then, do you know? So do they you know stay... what it takes to travel over there? Do you know what it takes to travel over there? You want to travel? The embassy wants to see money in your bank account. Yeah. The embassy wants you to have collateral. In right. Case you don't come, they could take away <laughs> your house or some shit. Right. You know what I mean? They want to see you have enough money that if you get into a, a thing, they want to see you have American Express health insurance and this. That. For an average, that's their vacation. That's their vacation. When you said less than 10%, that's not true. It's less than 5% that true. travel there. True. It's more. I, think, like I don't know. I just think we have the ability North Korea to be... is starting to look more and more right, attractive. I've said that on this show and you guys both laughed. Guys don't forget all... about that. When I said you wish it was North Korea. North Korea is not as bad as people think, you oh, guys. Yeah, yeah. I still think it's gray and white and black. No, I don't, no, think, I don't think there's colorful. any color in yeah, North because Korea. Because you live it's in colorful. America, bro. You know what you I think screwed it up? Bubbled up America. No, no, no. That's what it is. Uh, if, you, if you guys go watch uh, World is, No, Die Another Day with James Bond, where had the, the, the movie opens up in North Korea, 
They made it very gray. And ever since I've seen hmm. that movie, I just feel like North Korea but is But what do you gray. think North Korea is like? See, that would be so interesting to me one day. You said, one it. Day. You, you said it yourself. There's no internet in North Korea. Right. That's enough. But one day that shit's going to explode. Eventually, that's going to yeah, turn. Yeah, it's going to go right? boom with and Rocket then, Man. And then it's you just going to be like. 25 huh? years ago, did you? 24. Do you know that you know I can, that I can go to North Korea? You can go to North Korea. Anybody can go to North Korea. Yeah. I'm Sako, would they like, would they allow you to hum, would they allow you to perform in North Korea? <laughs> Bro, North uh, Korea is not is not what you think it is. I can go there with my Armenian passport, yeah, and yes, us us being a former Soviet country, we're welcome there. Actually, you all are. you need is a visa for me. Every but country is, is welcome the, there. This is the thing. This is the thing. Don't promote any like uh you know stupid things in in the music. Don't. I mean, Dennis Rodman goes there, does shows. You know what I mean? That's his homeboy. Yeah, for Kim they've Yon taken Luke. they've taken rock bands and this sure and that. Yeah, just don't promote like freedom and like you know revolution. This and that, this and that, you'll be fine. Right, but look, that goes to say in every country you go to, respecting their culture, right? You can't. I can't. When I went to Iran and I dropped my headscarf, I had people running after me with guns, right? Like you can't. You have to respect whatever rules and boundaries and culture of whatever country that you're in, whether that's North Korea or whether that's Armenia or whether that's. I don't know, uh, Israel or wherever that may be, Does right? Does Iran have guns? Yeah, what? when I really? went to visit, really? when I went to visit, Iran like has guns, bro. sixteen years ago, I thought the police might be running after you with like sticks or something. She's not referring to I the went people. To, I went oh, to no, Iran. No, no, I'm not, I don't mean the people directly. I'm talking about like officials visiting a place. Mm. And Sock, you performed in Iran as well. Yeah, I performed in Iran. Oh, I performed in Iran. Then we went to Esfahan the next day. Oh, what beautiful. a beautiful city! Oh my gosh. But you performed in Armenian? Yeah, no, I performed in English. Saku doesn't sing in Armenian. At all? Well, no, I mean, his music, majority of his music is in English. There's Armenian phrases in there. If you notice, he basically has people singing on the side in Armenian or in Arabic or in Spanish or he's rapping English in the background. Well, not oh, in the background. I thought you sang Armenian. Annette thinks Sago's a dentist. Do you not listen to Sago? <laughs> 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 bro, she's what a now? liberal, bro. Leave her oh, alone. Oh, stop it. You voted yeah. Biden, didn't you? I don't vote. But it's hard. No, I swear to God, I don't believe it's in the It's nice to even get a liberal to come bullshit. join us. We, didn't just, we probably didn't listens to Kenny G, bro. Kenny G? Come on. Kenny G. First of all, I had nothing wrong with Kenny G. All right. Exactly. See, that's what I'm But no, my music selection is very versatile. It's not specific to just one. It's just a combination of a lot of different things. None of, I pure... will admit none of which is super soccer, but that might change. Gangnam I'm going to be busting Brian Adams on my way home tonight. So well, I bet that, a bunch of people just right tuned there. into Kenny G now. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his, his ratings just jumped up. Sock, unless you're going to do a live performance, we're going to have to call it a night. <laughs> Anyway, can, thank you for, you for chiming in, Salko. It was. Uh, okay, let's, 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 end, let's end the phone call Look, with a joke, Sock. Yeah. Ah, don't cuss, Sock, please. Salko, you're not cursing. If it, there's an English cursing in it, that's fine. Don't curse in Armenian. Don't do what Stepan did. Okay. <laughs> Did you get it? I get it. How <laughs> is that not funny? Nice. Come on, Annette. Okay, uh, another another joke. Another joke. This really beautiful mom and and her daughter they go to a ballet, 
-hmm. And the kid notices the ballet dancer. The guy's looking at the mom always like eyeing, eyeing the mom. Then, mm. Yeah, yeah. And then and then she looks down and she's like, "Mama, mama, so what's my stereotype? Urat sense metpa, mama, and she gives him chassis. What's my balance? Pogger at the pahum. I'm like, ah, she says, "Mom, but kids nail us. Can't pogger a shot on Oh, man. Oh, my, my. I love you no, anyway, even though you're on that side. How about that? I'm very comfortable too. Love you too. Sock <laughs> Jam, we'll see you soon, brother. All right, man. All right, All right man. Take, Take care, man. Take it easy. Take care. Oh, my. That was a nice. Uh... Whoa. Give yourself Woo. time to heal. Don't expect the next person to be bad. Is that the cue? Is that the. No, this is the wife. That's the wife. That's, that's his music. Oh, that's the super song. Oh, that's Super Saco's music. Yeah, oh, wow. super, you don't you don't listen to his <laughs> music at all. No. Really? I mean, at weddings and stuff. But okay, but I mean, you're you're, aw you're, super soco, no, I mean, you're, I you're aware of his music. I mean, I know of him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. That, that was three hours. We're at three hours. Wow, guys! Wow. I think um, <sighs> I gotta go I put the kids to sleep, man. <laughs> I gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> I've been oh holding gosh. my pee since seven forty-five. Oh, is that what it is? Oh man! But you know what? I think it's a good place. To wrap, yeah. Let me we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll have you back. We have everybody back. <laughs> well, we well, well no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Not everybody. There are certain, out. there are certain people we don't want back. And their voices are sound like very. <laughs> oh my! They, they sound very awkward. Like it was a liberal that he's talking. No, about. she's not liberal. She's crazy. Yeah, she's not liberal. No, I mean, you can't I call her know. liberal. Bro. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm independent. It's just uh, yeah, confusing. But Annette, you know what? It was it was fun meeting you. It was fun talking to you. It was a uh, pleasure laughing and <laughs> joking. And obviously, thanks to Sako as well for tuning in halfway through the show and entertaining us as well. Thank you. You, you guys know who else was on with us? Manny was watching. Yeah, Manny Gambirian was on with us yeah, as well. Oh, yeah. Thank, thanks to Manny as well for chiming in. <laughs> but you, Annette. We loved it. We'll definitely have you back. Thank you. Thank you, guys. A, I appreciate it. I appreciate we'll find, that. We'll, we'll uh, find out who you voted for in 2020 <laughs> next show. After the camera goes on. But uh, oh, anything you want to plug in as far as... Uh, as yeah, far as... Uh, I, you know, Audi. If, if there's Audi. anything that anybody has any questions about or any interest in, I think um, addiction could be a little bit more exposed and less stigmatized in our community and just in our lives. So... You know, I'm, I'm always open. I have a very open door policy and like helping people and talking to people and just kind of sometimes it helps to have a voice and a face to things. Yeah. So, yeah, I can be reached at um, my Instagram is Ari Recovery. My Facebook is Ari Recovery. My website is Ari Recovery dot com. So there you <laughs> go. except for you, Sean. A.R.I. Yeah. yeah, except for you, Sean. <laughs> Sean was too, too edgy Sean, all over you. Too many yeah, Sean, uh, eggs and <laughs> too scary, bro. 
uteruses and shit. Oh, Next time you compliment today. the guest, at least compliment yeah. one of the hosts too. Us <laughs> no, no, no. So I'm gonna end it with Austin. <laughs> oh, thing. But uh, thank you to John as well for tuning in. Thank you, John. John was on. The, John, John was, was tuning a, in. John, John was a yeah. Champ. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, I didn't realize yeah, he, he was, was there. I was very. I didn't even realize he was there. I mean, <laughs> he was there. He was so quiet. Levick was there. All our all our OGs are there. Levick's. What happened to Levick's top fan? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, you, I, I, you know what? I tried to fix it the other day, and I, I couldn't. I'll, I'll figure I'll it out. Fix it. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. But uh, uh, thank you to everybody who tuned in and was watching with us, viewing, commenting. Your friend, your friends with Maria Cosette as well, huh? Yeah. yeah. She was there as well. She was like my friend, and I love her. Uh, everybody else, uh, appreciate everybody's constant support, constant comments, constant love and support for us andre uh, thank you michael we're not gonna say your last yeah, name you know we're gonna happen yeah michael. michael we're not saying you're like why is it tough no it's oh, it's sorry. actually very easy it's three letters but we don't want to <coughs> yeah. say it uh every Minette, <laughs> thank you you guys make this very easy and enjoyable so well, well that's what we try to, to do all. so you're good at this the video will be up, the the podcast will be up on youtube tomorrow and then nice. it'll be on Spotify, iTunes, and everything else on Wednesday or Thursday, given, you know, if they'll, they'll pop it up as soon as possible. Cool. So other than that, guys, thank you so much for the love, support. Uh, follow us, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. Our Instagram daily memes. Yes. You guys got to love those. They're our, pretty amazing. Our daily memes, guys. Tune into those <laughs> daily memes. Share them. Have more people follow us. Show more love. Show more support. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs> <Mwah>. <laughs>